Warriors, how's everybody doing? Welcome to the Polarized Podcast, where we compare audience and critics ratings on Rotten Tomatoes scored movies. We look at the best of the best of the worst of the worst ratings and reviews given to us by audiences and critics. This is two friends of mine that have put together an amazing podcast. And if you're tuning in for the first time, you're in for a treat. If you've been around for a long time, you already know these guys. This is Brandon, the Stables, Stables. Hell yeah. <laughs> James Lindsay, motherfucking Lindsay. What up, what up, what up, what up James motherfucking Lindsay right here. Uh, Danny, you dog. <laughs> gang, gang. We got Danny and, on the uh, intro. We're keeping, keeping it rolling. Keep it we rolling. Are, we are doing a boondoggle of a movie this time. You said you guys have done it. We're we're coming back for a second pass on a perfect movie for the Halloween season. Yes. Malignant. This spooky movie, season, baby. This movie has been a treat for people for years, and getting to be a guest on this podcast to talk about it is. A dream come true for me. It's a pleasure uh, to have you back, good sir. A oh, ple- yeah. a pleasure. You're, Thank you. You you dubbed Thank the polar bear name. You you brought all the polar bears in. I'm sure if they're listening right now, they're probably going crazy knowing oh that my you're God, back yeah. and that you're introducing. Uh, it's it's a dream come true. I think all around for everyone involved, like me mm. included. Yeah, you know we I'll second know, that as well. Yes, let's all. You know, pat each other on the back. Yay, yay, yay. Even cheers, mates. Even you listening and watching at home, Jeez. pat yourself on the back. We did it. We fucking yeah, did uh-huh. it, guys. And uh, we're already there. Has, has, we're back at uh, it. Has a 52% audience rating and a 76% tomato meter. Uh, Criti- critically oh, favored. 76% certified fresh movie right by the, there. By the yeah. critics. By the critics. Kind of rare. Which blows. Yeah, like we we gotta talk about that because like I would almost think that it, like I when you watch this movie I would assume the other way around I would assume like audiences are gonna love it and critics would hate it but you know we're we're gonna get to the bottom of why it is I think it, it is I, I think guess. it's yeah there's some some scores yeah just uh, never cease to su- surprise me I I don't know there there's some throughout this process of of this podcast that are just kind of. Like it's it's kind of blows my mind which way it signs, even with like paranormal activity that and and we've had the we've had kind of a streak of doing a little bit more critically favored ones and their reasoning to why they like it. um, I think I've sussed out a bit more from the critics because I think they're they're clear in their reviews. Some of the audience, uh, you know, less favorable reviews of these horror movies can be. Uh, under somewhat understanding to like confounding because it'll be, Mm. it'll be things about, you know, not being scary enough, which can be, can be so subjective within a scary movie. And I think Brandon and I are relatively new to the horror genre itself. And so how people gauge those things is like, it could be relative to slashers or relative to other scary movies they've seen relative to what they expected in the trailer that's presented to them um, and or like kill count or whatever it may be or how gory something is. Uh, Mm. But I mean, I'm kind of just just 
speaking speaking to the overall process of it but speaking to horror movies in general like do you have anything to add to that uh danny as i'm thinking just in terms of uh i don't know like what's your relationship your relationship to the horror genre and if you have Mm -hmm. been around for a while how do you think it's changed over the years and for better or worse so like uh, what for me, I'm not like I'm. I, I like horror movies. I do like horror movies, but I like I go for specific types and stuff. And the thing with horror is, it's such a vast genre where you've got creatures, you've got ghosts, you've got you know you you run the gamut of like stuff stuff that isn't necessarily even scary. You know, Jaws is technically a fucking horror movie. You know, um, yeah, I mean, right, sure. I but. mean, pe- people were scared to go to the beach after that shit. Yeah, I, I mean, mm-hmm. fuck. After seeing Jaws for the first time, I didn't want to swim in a pool. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, like, no, it, you're not wrong. Definitely. So, so I mean, like, when something's defined as horror, like, it, it is it's a it's a really big spectrum. And I mean, it surprises me the other movies that were in this guy's wheelhouse, like the, that this guy made, because this movie had some elements. That reminded me of those but like you know the fact that he made saw and stuff like that saw i wasn't that i'm not into like torturing movies i liked the like trap type like you know rube goldbergness of saw and stuff like that but as far as like i never liked like hostile and shit like that movies where mm-hmm. they're just fucking gruesomely torturing people is it, it's not interesting to me and it's like i know what you're doing and yeah it's causing an effect to me and so like yes it, it does raise emotion in me but it's not like i don't uh, you know it, 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 i need more substance and storyline and like plot and shit like that or i need it to be a bad horror movie where i want to see these people die in interesting ways and so like i love like classic slashers i love you know like fucking i love jason i love uh freddy krueger i love like uh, uh hellraiser um and also i i love horror older horror movies specifically for all the practical effects and oh, sure. this this movie had an interesting combination of like practical effects and then all of the you know computer like cg stuff was fucking trippy and cool too mm-hmm. like and i even forgot all like i i forgot all about it until we watched that trailer again and i was like oh yeah like this 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 movie has it all man like it, it's such it's such a a mix of excellent like uh, uh just the tech and the people behind what's happening in this movie do a great job the lighting does a great job the 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 cinematography all of it the how they filmed it they edited yeah, it i had to you yeah bringing up the camera work i think is, is something yeah. that is you won't get in a lot of other horror movies uh in, in general especially how in the, in the bloom house sort of way there are there's almost like a factory of them at, at this point in time of, of them chugging them out. And I'm sure that's been, that could be said of, of many of like, you know, however many Friday the 13th or Halloween's or uh, all these other franchises in Elm street that go, that go so long. Um, but for a, a, a filmmaker to put their mark on it in a way that's interesting and all for all those reasons that you mentioned, but um, especially practical, practical, uh, effects and in, in how the monster was put together as well as you know the house and how they shot it and all the different camera work that of spinning and going through rooms in interesting ways 
that adds it's to dark of dark and light that adds to uh, a suspension. I think that of it's it's a, as much a suspense thriller movie as it is a horror movie. And yeah, I think that and contributes then, a lot to it. Well, and then what I wanted to say was like, you know, this was not just a singular like like I said, horror can be broken up in a lot of different genres. This reminded me of like it felt like there was like a different style and direction for each like uh, 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 act of this movie or something mm-hmm. from like the cold, the cold open has like an eighties kind of horror campiness to it. And it's mm-hmm. even filmed kind of shitty. And you're like, Oh, is this how this whole movie's going to look? And then right. it's like, let's cut the cancer out. And then boom, the, this like creepy <laughs> grindhouse fucking, uh, credits and stuff and then mm-hmm. it switches into domestic violence like weird drama like right. show and then and this is all in the span of like 10 to 15 minutes 17 goes, 20 boom boom then from there it turns into like there's someone in the house and it's not me kind of thing and it's like oh. whoa and then right after that it turns into like weird cheesy csi with all yeah. these cops and stuff yeah and that's a big like, part and, of this movie that is and it and it's weird where like fucking every five minutes it just shifts into another fucking movie and you're like what the fuck is this because like it keeps it keeps jumping kind of mm-hmm. uh, kind of genres and ch- and kind of keeping you off balance and so the uh, and then there's a mystery involved and like it's and they in different set pieces and stuff when she goes back to the hospital and stuff they go back to some of the campiness then they switch back into the fucking you know uh horror fucking like creepy pop out kind of like type shit like where they're doing a little bit of fucking um uh, hitchcock or something but like they're and then there's fucking insanely choreographed fight scene that mm-hmm. like then it goes into some James Wu shit or I mean, what's his name? Uh, fucking, you know, it goes John into Wu. some like John Wu, like oh. fucking crazy, uh, you know, crooked Kata fucking fighting. And like it, it just it just keeps fucking like setting you up. And it still has like goofy monster reveal moments where you're like this is just cheesy and like 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 where it's like 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 wiggly monster kind of thing where it looks for a second you're like that's that's really low grade like but then everything else is like high quality so it's like they they do things as a choice to be campy and kind of like uh, uh you know you know what i'm saying is like they're they're yeah. making choices to kind of make you laugh and then go right back into fucking scary and shit, which is kind of tough to change horses midstream and then jump right back on them. And I mean, they, I think they pulled it off really well. And maybe that's why the critics liked it more is because they were able to see and appreciate those, those aspects that maybe an audience isn't looking at the full spectrum of like, you know, like tip to taint of like, you know, all the different pieces. I mean, yeah, I think that I think there is something to be said about the critics sometimes are willing to be challenged a bit more in certain ways. Yeah. Like uh, maybe maybe not. Uh, I don't know. There's there's something that's to be expected, especially in the horror genre with, with certain certain audience members and how the reviews we've seen are where there's just an expectation of how things are going to be. And then totally. it doesn't set up set it up properly. Or even last year we did. Uh, one of our favorite movies ever, The Witch, and so many people about that are just like, "Oh, this is not scary. It's not worth so it. Boring. I don't understand. Yeah. It's boring." Um, and this one, yeah, it's like, what is it? Close to two and a half hours. Um, it 
you know, hits this point at the end where you have to be on or off board with with yes. what is presented, which will what we'll get into, I'm sure later. Um, but you, I feel like that is a very clear point up to then you're kind of waiting for the reveal at that point, people are on or off the ship. <laughs> and that doesn't yeah. really surprise me very much about this movie being polarizing because it, it is, it takes such a big risk, which is why I, yeah, which is why I overall had a good time and why it's, you- and why I think critic critics enjoy it too is cause yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It just, uh, and it's an original idea as well, which is, um, I, yes, worth, which, yeah. worth commending. It, it, it's not a remake. That's for damn sure. You no. know, it, it, and have you recommended this movie to anybody that didn't like it? I haven't, uh, recommended it to anyone that no. had seen it and then come back to me. I know Brandon and I have commiserated over it, I, I guess, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and been really, you know, and, and I've, and I've heard, you know, podcasts and YouTube channels discuss it and it's, it's a it's a fun movie to talk about. And, and I, even if I were to see somebody that didn't like it, I feel like it would still be fun to kind of just be like, wow, can you believe that happened? Can you can you believe this happened? I, in my sure. mind, that that is something that a horror movie should do is, yeah, get get people kind of having that discussion, polarizing movies, get people to ha- to talk. That's why we have a podcast about it. And I think that's what this one has done, because. I didn't my my history was was with just HBO Max when it first came out, I believe, last year and just kind of like, yeah, James Wan. Cool. I saw like all the other movies he's he's done. And, yeah, we have uh, talked about Saw and Spiral um, on this on this podcast even and, and about that point in his career. But he's done Conjuring. He did Insidious, other movies that have spawned their own franchises uh, he mm-hmm. came, aren't those he, movies like a lot more scary? Like, aren't those a, like yeah. a lot more? A lot more. To this one, sure. Yeah. And I think that's and where so, the audience is expecting something like that a little bit more. Absolutely. As well. Okay. So, and so right. if, if people are like Aquaman and Furious you know, seven and it's crazy, this guy. Mm-hmm. So he's able to do kind of like genre jumping a little bit there to, to your point, Danny, as well. But, and then his next movie is the next Aquaman movie. It's crazy. This is one for him. And then the next one's one for If he's, people are expecting a horror movie from him, though, if it's in the horror movie genre and after the the names that have been the other movies that have been listed, people are expecting, you know, like he's had some heavy hitting, scary ass shit. And sure. so I could see if I went into this being like, oh, man, it's going to be another, you know, terrifying fucking thing from this guy. And then seeing this, I would mm-hmm. be probably a little like remiss. But that's because I'm that guy going for that. And Absolutely. I'm not that guy. I am the guy that this is my favorite type of horror movie mm-hmm. is the fucking rug pull from under you. Insane right. reveal. Yes. Like, and it's not like, you know, there's a big difference between the reveal in this and an M. Night Shyamalan movie. An M. Night Shyamalan movie, you feel like, after, yes. I mean, in, after I saw The Village, I wanted to fucking hit that guy in the face. I was like, fuck you. Like, that's not a twist. You just lied to me for like, a, a, you know, a while. And then was like, <laughs> nope. Like, of course, you led. You're a filmmaker. You edited right. a movie to make me think this thing. And then you're like, nope, I'm a fucking liar. Like, oh, fuck you, I dude. But this, this, <laughs> this, was, this was like, you could have guessed it and stuff. And you kind of do when you're watching. You're like, is it this? You're like, no, but that doesn't make any sense. But then it's like. Yeah, it yeah. is fucking that. And it's like really fucking crazy. And like, it's so fun, it's like, dude. It's so it fun. Kinda, 
it doesn't even make sense in certain parts. Like I want to get into like, well, that's where, that's where I I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's like, and even with the people who don't like this movie is it is not perfect. It's not, it's not perfect. And there's like other horror movies that I would contend that are more perfect, like the witch or something like that, which are just like masterful. But I like how this guy is able to kind of take all these almost conflicting elements and, and weave them together in a way that is just like popcorn fun. Like, and almost it's not like Stephen King, but in the way that like I would read a Stephen King book and even for its like imperfections and it's a little bit long of a book and some stuff doesn't need to be there. It's a fucking page turner and I'm having a great time doing it. And then by the end, I'm like a flying space turtle. What the fuck? Oh, well, that was cool. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But the way that he does it, you it, it, like I am I am a continuity. If somebody has a continuity error in a movie. It fucking kills the whole thing for me. I'm like, if this really? makes sense, if it I feel like I didn't make, know that about you. Well, yeah, it, like certain things. If if I see like, well, this would never have worked because of this. If I find a plot hole like that, then I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, I it it, it takes me out of the movie. That, that can't be true because you love bad movies like me and James do. Right. And there no, are no, so no, many continuity errors. Well, no, that's where those, I was going. Wait, 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 wait. That's where I was going with this, though. Is what I'm saying is. For mo- movies, uh, for most movies, that's how I am. But it takes a certain director. Yeah, uh, it takes a, <laughs> it takes a certain up. director and a certain style for me to be like, you know what? Fuck the continuity. Like, I don't it, that none of that bothers me because like, that's not what this is about. If, if you can get me to ignore that, cool. you know, it, it, yes, it's like I, I don't need anything to make sense. Right. Uh, like i don't need i'm having like, fun well, well yeah it's just like you you knocked it so out of the park i'm not it's gonna go listen. back and fucking play semantics with you like you know like you you've bulldozed any of that like you've demolished it by the twist i'm like <laughs> okay fuck me like let's go with this oh like yeah. yeah this is way better than if you tried to make a realistic move like you know what i'm saying is like i don't want you to pay attention to continuity i want you to just do it keep going at this at a hundred percent because like you, you know you you'd not have as good a movie if you were being careful and so yeah. like, I, i'm so know, glad that we brought up m night Shyamalan because i think the problem that i have with his movies is they're so boring in the um in the way that it looks a lot of the time that you know i just it it makes me uh, like a malaise comes over i'm like okay we're just getting to another point and it's just i'm not enjoying that ride but this movie in contrast is so like it gives you so much. I mean, up at the top, Danny, you were taught, you, you know, kind of run through so many things that this movie brings to the table and it really brings so much to the table in, in what to look at in reveals in characters, because so much of it is just uniqueness and like period end of that sentence is usually pretty enjoyable. If you see a character and you're like, what's their deal because they just got some look they are they maybe say a couple lines where you're like what's going on with them and he fills that this movie with those people and then he also fills all of the dead space or all of the table dressing feet you know kind of mood setting with crazy ass camera shit like it blew me away how many times there would be like the uh camera inside the washer where you're like whoa what? yeah. what's going on here or, 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 or 
even in boring, like kind of slower spots of the movie where there's that fan in that room and it keeps showing you that room. Just some plotting, it, yeah, is going on, but he's every, making every a single meal shot. Out of it. Yeah, every single shot, like the opening shot and establishing, will be just this fucking strange, very like you picturesque, but like it's a dingy fucking attic, and he still makes mm-hmm. it look fucking rat like and he picks a like just he's gonna start here and he picks a different angle every fucking time he shows that room but little by little you're seeing more pieces of that room and so every single time just that establishing shot is shown you're like learning more and seeing more and he he's just teasing you as he goes with just a camera angle and that's that's incredible to be able to tell that much story just from one opening thing that's a postcard and you're fucking yeah making a meal out of it is like there's a lot of like interesting fun choices being made like even even if you were kind of like what what was that about or anything or or something and even some of the humor might be questionable to me in this movie but somehow i don't know it just still it still flows in a way that is entertainment and comes the worst form of it and this is something that i've seen some horror movies and movies in general uh sometimes when they want to be have that sort of uh maybe nostalgic feel or even sort of what i what i like to i think it's just more kind of like a contrived camp sometimes with like horror movies as they they try to instill like a sense of campiness of like the horror movies of yesteryear that they really enjoyed to watch which i know james wan really liked yeah horror movies of the 80s and that's what he grew up on he got 40 million dollars he was able to do something in between his aquaman movies and there was something where he wanted to go back to his roots a bit a a little bit more um do you know know where the term camp came from um i i did i did at one point isn't it wasn't it more revolved in the isn't like the gay community or something like that no, but I mean, campy in the term for like industry for like movies and, and, and TV shows and stuff. Like, I wonder if like campiness like came from like, you know, in the seventies, there was like sleepaway camp. There was like uh it was a lot of like shit where they, I wonder if like, remember that meatballs movie with fucking, uh, with, uh, Bill Murray and like shit like that, where there was just a lot of movies about camp or whatever, but they all had this like same like campiness to it. Just like fucking uh, wet, hot American summer. That's what they're doing right there is the same kind of thing. I think there was a boom of like camp being like almost a genre in the like sixties and seventies where that term came to be. Can I read a a couple of like random random Googlings that I found? Um, Please. Yeah. Camp is defined by the Oxford Oxford (laughs) English dictionary as ostentatious, exaggerated, affected, theatrical, effeminate, or homosexual pertaining to or characteristic of homosexuals who created the term camp. These terms were first used in the underground gay community and may have originated from French say camper, which I, I don't know about my pronunciation, which means to strike, <laughs> a, which means to strike a pose. Camp was introduced into mainstream discourse by Susan Sontag's 1964 essay notes on camp. Um, this was in some sociology class that I like learned about, like, but I, it, it leaked out of my brain, but I knew that's, and, I, and there was some, and there was some John Waters commentary in my book about it, or something like that, which I okay. thought was really interesting, but I 
clearly clearly leaked out of my brain as far as the context of it a little, little bit but that is a fair theory to think that it has to do with like camp slasher movies <laughs> and camp movies i love that theory and i and i feel like there's a lot of those kind of movies that this yeah even this movie's trying to just, affect not just you know. slasher though there was just a lot of like like camp, camp movies, yeah. things set at a camp like even right. at grow, growing up there was like salute your shorts and uh what was that other one bug there was juice. Camp, uh, uh bug Heavy juice waves. like Heavy yeah waves. like uh, like Parent you know trap. if you didn't if you didn't go to camp in summer when you were growing up you felt like everybody else was going to camp like it, mm. it, because of all the movies and shit about it um like which is weird because everybody knows camp traditions even if you didn't go to camp because of the amount of like media that shows camp life and i don't think that still i think less people go to camp nowadays like, yeah i'm not sure what the yeah i'm not what sure the statistics are there um <laughs> I, i'd say there's a massive decline since like we get, how did we get i was thinking the camp. same thing this is an amazing how we how we got here but see yearly camp turnouts uh you know uh it was it was a mainstay for me i'd i'd get i'd at least like uh summer camps in terms of like playing uh sports and 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 whatnot but we we gotta we can't i'm going deeper brandon i'm going deeper into camp talk guys Uh (laughs) this is a great time to introduce my new podcast just uh camping with danny (laughs) (laughs) the fireside uh, fireside campfire danny uh yeah no but let's get back to malignant please god guys what what is this uh yeah yeah, i mean i think it's just i mean we talked about james james wan his his career his I, i mean i had to touch on just those fun choices across the board that he's made in terms of camera movement. He seems like he's just unimpeded in terms of like what he wants to do. He's able to do. Um, And then also, yeah, just when he wants to instill humor, that's where it comes across as yeah, like hit or miss for me. Sometimes it is that kind of contrived camp. And uh, sometimes other times it's like kind of works because I'm able to laugh at it a little bit. Absolutely. But then I don't know the thing where he's where she was like some of the cop, the the lead detective stuff, whether she's sucking on a lolly and she's uh, like, oh, I'm looking for sloth from the Goonies. I'm like, come on now. Be professional, please. Like this is and that was like a very like tense moment of, of the movie. And it just was hard to swing those tones a little bit. And there's some un- uneven aspects of this movie for sure. It is like, yeah, again, two and a half hours long. Uh, and the ending being the best part of the movie too. So if you, if you make it like maybe for some people, it's, oh, yeah. it's the worst, but uh, I mean, it, I don't know what sort of like, if we're going to work through the plot at all, I think we touched on some of the uh, abusive yeah. husband at, at the beginning and, oh, and then you get can the, I say something really quick. Of course. Yeah. Of course. That's why we're here. Can I, can I maybe uh, bend your mind about that lollipop? Maybe you'll like it. If I say like, I, so I think there's, he is in, like I said, how he is jumping between different, like almost genres and certain mm-hmm. parts. Yeah. So with, what with the, the, the FBI, the detective and stuff sucking on that lollipop, in my opinion, that's a nod to Kojak. So Kojak, the old, like was like a seventies cop show yeah. or whatever. Oh, he was, was very seventies cop. 
he always had a lollipop. Okay. Because he like quit smoking or something like the day before the That's first episode. That's what James episode. said when we watched the, so, the movie last night. I know. I was like, I wish there was a line about I just quit smoking. Right. That's they're not going to do. I think he just wanted her to have a lollipop to be like, and we'll throw in a Kojak thing and we'll do this and we'll do that where he is just being have really detail. Yeah, I'd say have a line address me but like I'm, having a lolly in the I think dead he, body or the morgue. But, but he's what he's doing is he's not putting the line in. He's doing an even more subtle nod where he's saying the people that'll get it will get it. The people that'll think it's weird fuck him like he's uh, i'm on he's board making, for the majority of this movie and that stuff is where I, it kind of loses me but i feel he's like not he's, on, he's not on, he's not helping me but i think he's on purpose i think he's on purpose mashing a lot like he said like okay when we're dealing with cops what do i know about cops tv cops kojak csi he's does it's like somebody who doesn't do any research they just take the most like uh, generalistic idea of what this thing is when those doctors in the very beginning are in that hospital it is the goofiest like not yeah. hospital and stuff and like mm-hmm. that fucking that one guy like not the lady but the other guy mm-hmm. that you know oh, what I'm talking course. about oh yeah the, how could you forget like some of the that best lines on the movie and he's in every, he's been in a bunch of other shit too and he's always this like bit part that you can't stop looking at because he's just got this like face and, and like he, it's right. not even like he has charisma because he has like he he does but it's not like he, in he your face does. charisma it's yeah. different charisma though it's like it's not like it's, he's just up. so average looking is i think is his yeah. problem because the things that he has line delivery yeah that's that's the type of camp that works is his first line Mm -hmm. delivery and how the movie brings you in is is him really and she's taking it you know everyone's playing it straight and he's saying these lines that are just amazing where he's like it's just drinking the electricity and then she walks a little bit further and he's like, it's broadcasting its thoughts. And so you yeah, already get yeah, like yeah. some of the, some of the properties that, that this thing is attributed to before you even walk into this room. And it does feel kind of like stranger things E a little bit, the, at least, at least yeah. this portion. Um, and then it, and then it just hits you with like an interesting sort of almost look at what you're dealing Flying with, out that with like a radio sort of uh, being its voice box. Um, and then you get launched into the movie, which has this saw James Bond <laughs> uh, mu- music with like some some gory scenes of like dismemberment and, and shit. It reminded know, me of or no, uh, the opening like, house tumor, of tumors and stuff like that. Like, yeah, uh, but it, it reminded me of like deformed babies and stuff. Yeah. But it reminded me of the beginning of House of a Thousand Corpses, I think, uh, yeah, or something like sure. that. No, where no, like no. It, it's a cold open and then it's like like yeah. that and then like it, a you know heavy rock seven song. yeah and it's like, yeah. well it's like that uh grindhouse kind of like fucking yeah. credits of like yeah close-up pictures of disgusting shit mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how i like a, a movie to start like and then what do you guys think of the i like the font a lot of the i think yeah. it's kind of enticing mm. the the it yeah. seems it has like a signature font of the malignant and like all the font of the opening credits i thought was pretty good um and then you get thrust into like yeah like almost like a lifetime drama movie of like an dialogue is crazy overly uh recumbent fucking husband that's just like watching tv on watching the mma fight on in bed uh as she comes home from work while she's pregnant she she's a nurse is that 
It seems like it. She's yeah. in scrubs. She's in scrubs. Yeah. And then he gets pissed and uh, shoves her head against the wall and starts the First, whole starts the whole thing. He says, all right, when they're in that fight, the reason why it, it doesn't feel like a lifetime movie, though, is because like this, the script in this movie is fucking insane. And like, it, even though it's that lifetime moment, he says some hard, crazy shit to her. He's like, how many times are we going to have to watch my child die inside your pregnant body or something? Yeah, he yeah, says like awful. really awful. graphic, really wild bad. shit. Like, yeah. Oh, that's fucked up. But that's what and I'm like, saying. It's like a soap opera where it's like so melodramatic and he's saying like you, the worst thing and there's no subtlety at, at all to but, it, you know? And, and then and he pokes, he like pushes and pokes her belly and, and then yeah, he smashes her head. And so you don't expect that violence to happen so quick. And then, but, but the movie does well to set up like the point that you're bringing up, Danny, with how like what he says in the time yeah. that we're with him is that there is a very brief time that we were with this person, and we know it, clearly he is a very bad person. Yeah. <laughs> so it yeah. makes his death a little. He, oh, okay. could, could you imagine if he was? like nice subtle or, or nuanced. Not, he doesn't mm. have to be a nice guy, but he was nuanced and he didn't say a lot. Maybe, maybe you could tell he was aggressive, but it was like bubbling under the surface. And then that happened. It would be even more shocking and not mm. in a good way. You'd feel blindsided and you're like, Whoa, what movie am I in right now? But it, the movie already does so well to pace itself and to set itself up to be able to have these payoffs because we just went through this scene where you know these wonderful lines of like drinking the electricity and whatnot like mad science puts you in the right mood for then the reveal is there's somebody with a preacher like a a wado if you will (laughs) on their back and you know there's some crazy shit a lord voldemort if you will (laughs) a voldemort if you will but yeah it's really Uh, quite intelligent how well it puts you in the right headspace or right like framing so that you can accept these really wackadoosh things and i also yeah it makes it fun i also like yeah i also like that they didn't they they didn't go the easy route and just have him have a beer in his hand he says i quit drinking Right. blah 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 so what that did was it's not like uh he's uh, he drinks so he's a bad guy or so it's not that lazy it's like exactly he, no he quit drinking he's still a fucking asshole and he's still violent like and he's like he's violent even though he's sober and he's this is just a fucking bad dude that that for me did a lot more and so i mean like that's where like there's time taken and consideration made in this movie so that then when he does do something goofy later or something like that, you're like, you're like, yeah, man, you chose to do this goofy thing. Cause you could do this. You could do that. You could fucking yeah. blow my mind right now, but you decided to put me in like some goofy little lab, like, <laughs> like on the top of some Hill or like fucking this house. For some reason, they keep talking about neighbors, but all you, it, for the first 20 minutes, it's just right. encased in fog. Like <laughs> it looks like it's like a soundstage. Like it just looks like a house in the middle of a soundstage covered in fog. But it makes it so isolating and it makes her what it sets up for her alone in this house afterwards to be so isolated. I mean, and we just got we got to we got to talk about that house because that house has been given so much time throughout this movie of like the glory shots of inside or sorry, outside the outside shots of just like every single angle, every single time you're back at the house. 
you're back at the house. And then like when time changes, they show yeah. you outside the house. Okay. Nighttime outside the house. And then they go, go in, but to, to speak to the sound stage, the inside absolutely is a sound stage. And that give, gave him all the, all the license in the world to do whatever the fuck he wanted with the camera, which made all of that so much more interesting. And you guys already talked about the fan uh, shot and the, and the washing, I mean, the washing machine one, that's just fun. That's just like, that's a camera, like a filmmaker having fun. And then the iso, like the isometric, like the uh, bird's eye view shot of her running around. And then you're crossing room by room is like a fucking yeah. memorable part of this movie. And yes. I, it's, it, it blows my mind how some, yeah, I don't know how, how, bland and boring sometimes movies can be when it's just like and how Absolutely. invigorating a movie like this can can be as well when it's like just put the fucking camera in the washing machine man like that that right. is a cool decision that's a fun fucking choice that you're making that costs nothing really extra maybe you throw some lights in there too or something get like a fisheye lens so you can fit it all in there's plenty of like kind of fisheye stuff in here too but it's just it, it's a creative mind doing fun choices on a budget that is challenging for himself. And that is something that is so inspiring for me is seeing someone give themselves those limitations after just doing fucking Aquaman, where you can, you did a superhero movie, you can do whatever the fuck you want. So it's, it's inspiring right. to see someone like that kind of go that direction. And this is coming from someone who wasn't the biggest saw fan, same as you, Danny, not, not the biggest saw saw fan, but there are times in that movie that that made me think of this too, where it's like, oh yeah, he was doing some pretty wacky kind of speed ramping stuff and and saw and doing doing a lot of interesting things. And I just watched Evil Dead one through three for the first time. This I'd seen two before, but I watched one through three this past year, and that just kind of almost reminded me of Sam Raimi and how how much oh. fun he would have and just setting himself up in a house and doing fun things with that. All the Flanagan shit we've, we've watched Brandon and I, I'm glad you've been watching a lot of his too. He'll put himself in a house and make the house so alive and so interesting in every angle that you view it, that it becomes a character in a scary movie so that you're not sure if it's the house, you're not, you're not sure if it's an, a real person. You're not sure if it's coming from the electricity, if it's like this thing that's like, uh, yeah, it's like killing her babies, which is kind of brings us into the next plot point. I, I guess is that, yeah. And you find out from her sister, that's essentially what's happening is it's this thing is uh, assuming this, her, uh, you know, killing her, her babies as, as she's getting close and she's getting miscarriages. And at that point, I don't know what do you guys think is the monster at that point. You think it's like, Oh, it's this weird sort of presence inside of her or something that's, that's doing this, but you're not really sure. It's like, I don't know. You just never expect what's going, uh, to happen. But what'd you guys think of, uh, some of the other characters like the sister, some of um, like the doctor and, and the and the people that this monster goes on the revenge tour for. And like well, the, was, and like the supporting was, supporting cast of this movie and and, little, I, and then the main cast as well are our, 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 um, main lead. Um, I was stoked to see our assistant like it, the guy that we were just talking about, the the guy, the mm -hmm. strange charisma guy. I was I was like, man, I really hope I get to see that guy again after the cold open. <laughs> right, and, and then I got to it. I was like, yeah, and that was a big payoff. <laughs> Just that guy being more in the movie was a big payoff for me. Yeah. And then uh, like I, I I thought 
the sister was kind of annoying. Like, uh, like yeah. I, mm-hmm. yeah. I, but I still thought the movie was like well cast altogether. I and like uh, to say uh, one thing about the she had like it was, she was a little like one note. Sorry to cut you, but yeah, very, she just like yeah, she had the con- she had like that sort of thing where it was like constantly like concerned face. Yeah. And she kind of yeah. would deliver lines in a lot of the uh, the same way, you know, every single time. Uh, who's I don't know who the mom. I don't know who that is. That actor. Um, but she was good. I liked, I liked, uh, the mom. Me too. Sorry, uh, what were you going to say? Uh, I was just going to say that like, that's the difference between somebody who like knows so well what they're doing that they, uh, with the house and stuff like you were talking about and you were talking about Ramy and different people like that, where what this guy did with those establishing shots is he was shooting low and showing like the house looked all like, like, uh, skinny and tall and stuff. Yeah. And so then then when the next shot is from the ceiling looking down, then you're already like, well, uh, in your head, you're like tall house. I'm on the top of the ceiling looking mm-hmm. down. So then he's able to fuck with perspective and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's where he can move over walls. And really, that's something here and something here. But over here, it looks like they're together. And so he's able to ha- like move over different rooms. And with with not that. Uh, with things up close to the camera and stuff, you don't see that, but he, it, he's able to do a very cool looking shot without spending much money at all. Mm-hmm. And just with that perspective. And so like, what I mean though, is this, uh, this guy uh, that makes a big difference when somebody is, uh, uh, with each scene and with each shot, he's not just, okay, we're going to get everybody talking here. Then a close up on a face or something. This guy's going, in every direction. Absolutely. So even if you don't like the content that you're watching, there's so much more to appreciate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and so that's where people like Raimi, people like, you know, uh, that's where critics. Raimi is such a good poll. I'm glad that was brought up. The camera work for sure. That, though, because yeah. even, even somebody who's like, I'm disgusted by what's happening in this movie, but the way, I don't understand how he got this shot and stuff like that. And that's why Hitchcock was, was so big is because Hitchcock would make these movies that the genre was not something that people respected at all. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the horror genre for a long time was not what people would go to see. And it was mm-hmm. for freaks and weirdos, or it was like, you know, just morbid curiosity, but not like treated with like artistic creativity. Mm-hmm. And so once you had somebody who was like, like, you know, yeah, you might be watching this just to get uh, get a little tingle in your spine. But if you dig deeper, you're like, how the fuck did that guy just do that? Mm-hmm. And he did it with, uh, you know, fucking 75 bucks. Yeah, and it's almost like it's almost backwards now where, yeah, there's like almost like horror elitists that, you know, well, it has to sure. hit these certain pegs for it to be considered like good or scary for me or suspense. I'm not scared. So it's not a good horror movie. I had to be scared, you know. And people might say like, oh, this isn't like a full like horror movie. It's like, I don't know. It, it is and more in my mind. Like it's so much mm. it's so much cooler when you can blend that horror element into other movies and and make it make it something more. And I mean, that's uh, yeah, sci- like the sci fi horror is one of my favorite blends of 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 the genre. And I just yeah. think that it's so cool that this one. Yeah, is almost like a. Yeah, like a Sam Raimi or like a James Cameron sort of thing where like I'm going to yeah, it's going to be scary and all that stuff, but it's going to be fun and action packed, too. And you're going to like 
It's like a theme park yeah. ride. Yeah, big well, oh, yeah. And yeah. it cuz it it's definitely more. a roller coaster. You take the you yeah, take Yeah, absolutely. By the ticket you take the ride. <laughs> and I in the uh, you know, a great example of that is when they're up in the attic and you start oh I think uh, upside down and then it like slowly twirls around till it sets itself all yeah. up in the attic and it's yeah. And the center of it is a thing that's spinning as well, but it's spinning in the opposite direction. It's just like this very cool shot yeah. that just, oh, yeah. Love yeah. that. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like I got, I, I, I said this last night when we were watching it, is I feel like I am getting such a great deal on a movie. Yeah. Like I'm coming into this and you're like, horror yeah. movies are typically relatively small in scope and they focus on, yeah, it's like, here is the kind of the twist or here's the the gimmick, whatever. And it just really, you know, executes on just delivering that in a way that is almost uh, very utilitarian. But this, yeah. this movie has a bunch of things going on mm. and it has fun with it and mm. gives you so much this this is like three or four different movies in one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's amazing and you're watching someone have their cake and eat it too and i'm having yeah. my cake and eating it too and, oh my and having, having a great time and uh yeah and multiple reveals like the one of the first big ones is the woman that that shot opens up on in the and the attic and once you find out whose house she's in and then you don't even get the full reveal at, at that point. I love that you get like a half reveal and you, and then you get like this whole other movie about like being wrongfully accused of something in your mind of like, how did it get there? Maybe in your mind, like, oh, well, she's definitely the killer. She's just like not really uh, she's blacking out for some reason, but you don't fully get it. There's n there's no one in the world that's like she's got a fucking face on her on the back of her head. I like there's no one there's that I no know way. if I were to recommend this suit to somebody and sit down with them, which I think would be fun. I, and I do recommend this movie and sit there and they're like, oh, this she's totally got a fucking face on the back of it. Nobody, right. nobody. No. Maybe you think that she's involved somehow. She did it. She, it's in her attic. And that that is a cool reveal. Yes. And then it and then this is maybe where it slows down a bit for me. And it is a little wacky when the sister goes on her little side quest. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. I'm not going too right. far in, in, in no. I mean, like that's no, in the, that fucking huge castle on the side of Seattle. They're, they're coming. She's driving out of Seattle. I don't know. It can't be too far from somewhere in Washington on the coast of Washington. This fucking like castle from Transylvania that somehow got got shipped over piece by piece and then, asylum yeah and it's yes. and i don't know it's not like it's decommissioned or whatever and there's just a like a rickety fence set up she rolls up in her little prius and the most fake shot of the whole movie on that cliff side yeah. and then like rolls up into a castle like a fucking castle size thing and goes in there and in what seems like within five minutes she gets exactly what she needs and gets out like no no questions asked and i guess that's yeah. her clue where it's like Oh, whatever is out there that is hunting people is subdued right now. And so maybe that's another clue of like, oh, well, she's she's sub, sub you know, subdued. So maybe eh, but whatever. I don't know. Anyways, the, this but, scene is but, like as wacky as a movie but, as it is. I, no, I'm, I'm glad you, I, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you brought that <laughs> up because but, Danny. You oh, sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, uh, no. Like, but what? What they did, though, is like at the beginning, they said, I'm going to cut the cancer out. And then as it's going with this part, at this point in the movie, <laughs> we haven't said time, that yet. But that's his well, go to line. Time well, to well, cut so out the at, cancer. No, and that's well, why this said, movie's called Malignant. 
She I, says it in the very opening yeah. of the movie. It's a it's a tumor. Um, yeah, like, yeah. And, oh yeah. And, and so when she says that though, and then by the time we're at where uh, where we're at, like the first time I went through, I was thinking like, okay, so they remove this thing and then it's running around, but then it's tied to her, and so she's down and then it's down. But I'm thinking that they're separate be it like mm-hmm. that he's been removed and everything absolutely you know mm-hmm. like uh, it, it's it, it's he's like it's back and he's like it's using hard the attic somehow yeah what to believe it, it, because it's so great yeah. because you're looking for this other thing this whole time and you know you also have a feeling that there's something going on with her obviously, obviously. as it gets more <laughs> and more but and, well, because and she also, starts having those like um, frozen and then the room wipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is so the murders. Cool. Yeah. We, which is, badass. if you guys haven't seen it, like how they shot that is so fascinating because it's just like a blue room and then she's in the center. And then this camera is on like this little circular railroad track that goes around her. And then it just, it does its whole thing. And she's just in this, you know, in the soundstage in this blue room. And, you know, uh, so cool. I, yeah. I like that effect of the milk, the melting sort of uh, room kind of coming down. I, yeah, I, I kind of like that. And that's kind of, I guess, it, your first clue is she has some connection uh, to this person doing the murders. And you think that, yeah, I, at this point, you think it, it's separate. Like he got he got cut out of her. He's back. He's using the electricity and he's uh, housing up at, at her place or something like that. You find out a little bit about like the Seattle underground because that's the first person uh, he kidnaps her again. Her falling through that floor is insane. That was insane. that was great. Like just fucking a whole like Bugs Bunny through the fucking ground and then just smack yeah. in the middle in the middle of like her. I don't know. She was just downstairs at the perfect time too. Yeah, and and because she was downstairs with the cops, and then that like the movie doesn't oh, allow yeah, for really a lot of time for you to just sit there. No. That's why. That's why you would argue that the stuff with the sister is relatively boring because they're just sitting there being given so much exposition about the backstory of Madison through these. It just cracks me up, but it's it's campy and it's Mm -hmm. and it's fun when you just think about it a little bit is that the mother just has these very specific home videos of these situations that are absolutely (laughs) perfect in explaining what's going on in her life to get her to this point. And then like right right at the point of like I'm kind of dropping out a bit is when it like plunges me back in. But before we go there, I was going to say like this is like one of my least favorite things is that fucking where is my mind music sting is just like. Oh, yeah, not not great for me. And they use it like a lot. And yeah, when she falls through the floor, it's just like <laughs> it's like never says where is my mind, but it's just like the music and like a really shitty kind of weird version of it. Um, but yes, this is the big this is the big reveal right here. They she sits down with her mom and they watch home movies about about the fucking reveal. And the yeah i mean if anyone wants to wants to explain it please or otherwise i'll I'll go ahead is the the you find out that the doctor is uh trying to it's like a tumor parasitic like tumor malignant tumor that's that's growing you know like how thing a tumor would have eye or like sorry teeth and hair and and fingernails and stuff in it and this one's like fully formed and like parasitic and like subsuming her and uh, also has arms 
And does it have legs too coming out or is it just the arms coming out? Oh, just the arms. Just coming Did out of her back. It does the slow kind of pan yeah. like oh around like, and you see that and, and yeah. So oh my funny. God. And it's really there. There's no, this is like practically done. There's really like a little like, oh. and then it they just want to start fucking sawing it off. And you're you just like the- reacting just like the sister and the mom, just like, what the fuck is this? And it's doing, yeah. this is one of the best I moments in cinematic it. history. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> it reminded me of those things that like, you remember those things that you squeeze, they're like stress things where you squeeze them and it looks like a clown's face. And then the shit pops out of his ear. Yeah. 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 It reminded me of that thing. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it looks like a weird baby thing, mm-hmm. but it, it, I, I, all I, I see is a Watto. I love, yeah. <laughs> That's all I can see is a water. That's like calls to like, to, yeah, fucking Total Recall or Cronenberg or whatever. Yeah. It's like, right, not CGI this. Give me some goopy fucking weird fucking I loved game. it. I'm so yeah. in on this. And I'm in on it too because you're giving me like an original character and also propping it up in so many ways. Like Gabriel ends up having a specific weapon that we find out how he gets it, how he earns it. Mm-hmm. And there's he, and he's got his own attitude about things. It's, it's like a super villain, yeah. Freddy Krueger yeah. where he's he's calling people dumb bitches. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking mouth and like he's dude, got a mouth on him. And the making of that weapon, like how the cutscenes to him making it, like grinding that award into a fucking like a murder weapon, was just fucking rad. I love that. Like it it just had like Madison just had that, you know, just a fucking like pedal stone grinder. Like what? But who cares? Like I I fucking yeah. Who cares? At this point in the movie, that you either go, who cares, or you like. I do care and this is not for me and I and I can't and I can't hang with this. And then the other the other part I like about this reveal too is that you still like have how much of the movie left? Like almost a half hour to like 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes or something like that. Like you get to like live in this for a bit. And then it, it also gets some action scenes. You get like some fucking set pieces that fucking rule. Cause right when this happens, you switch back to the jail cell where she's in like there with like prostitutes from this 1970 late 1970 disco era or something like that um turning tricks uh you know outside discotheques and and want to roll the rings there was like uh like a prostitute from every decade (laughs) (laughs) it was like the the, it's a small world of jail cell prostitutes and like it's also real the foxy cleopatra was there the foxy cleopatra was amazing but that that's so funny to bring up because it works because the police station or where they're working and the jail is so like a set yeah it's like yeah. It, it, it's so non-time specific so everything's like <laughs> watching them they're just like sure just fucking right like beat the shit out of this one person and nobody's coming to like nobody gives a yeah fuck. nobody can yeah everybody's like, in costumes yeah. essentially too yeah and that's the most you never see the police station filled up there's so many desks there's so much room yes. it is the most insane set in the fucking world the ceilings are so high it looks like a fucking warehouse there's constantly like a red and blue light outside the window that mm-hmm. they're just constantly flashing to let you know like oh no this is a police station we're flat we're just flashing red and blue lights constantly (laughs) the lighting is insane that's where it's like somebody like had like 
it, there's no jail ever that looks like that. It's like it's like that's where like no, like I no. said like that holding this guy, huge. It's it's like this guy got all of his information from like a third party. Like it's like he's playing telephone to find out what a police station is, and then just hitting those tropes and genres to like an nth degree. But it's it's you. No, it's it's all it's all functional. It's not mm-hmm. that he doesn't. Yeah, know yeah. It. No, right. it's, well, it's just have a mass you need to have a, you yeah, have you to have can. a massive yeah. space in order to yeah. put the camera in all of the places that he puts it. Mm-hmm. It's just well, so it's, funny because now watching it, the constant joke is, is like we get so many shots of the exterior of the house that is like this like slim, long house. But every single room is fucking <laughs> enormous. Like, each room like, looks like the, so much smaller than it really is. Or like every, you know? it's huge. Absolutely. Inside, yeah. Every room is like the size of a high school. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like play stage or whatever you yeah. know like a theater yeah, stage sure. yeah. and it's it's all because he's going to put the camera in the craziest places and give you yeah. just really kinetic filmmaking the camera is going to move with motion it's going to be located in a place something is going to come out at you at and it just is thrilling yeah. it's exciting yeah, it, filmmaking you're looking at the space that you have and you're evaluating how can i make the most energy or the most mm-hmm. fun come out of it which is it, it, it is very apparent in this. and then and you don't have to alternate no go for it it's go for alternate it. between all those extremes then keeps the audience's perspective constantly in limbo. changing mm-hmm. yes so then like you're like i have no idea how big this fucking house is and i don't care anymore like, like, <laughs> i don't I, care I, I like i don't know maybe like we were just really far away for a second yeah like, you should I, be you know, discombobulated yeah yeah and like yeah. so his is constantly pulling back moving forward pulling back is like it 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 makes you just give up on trying to like you're just too focused on what it, it you have one now it's like the purpose of this is this and like he's he's putting everything towards it it's it's great yeah and then Amazing. even like when you do reveal the the monster and everything and i know you you've seen snippets of it in the past already and it's got this cool kind of outfit that looks like very trademark iconic almost as well that it looks like a super oh villain God, yeah. but you also yeah i mean i we just keep speaking to the practicality of it but in a way that when I, I think almost like tenant or something where it's like, well, what if we just make it go backwards? It's like, well, what if it's just a backwards person? <laughs> yeah, and you just hire, and you just hire, he had a uh, two, con- two contortionists, uh, that one that was a man, one that was a woman and he would switch them out depending on when they wanted to seem more like Gabriel or more like Annabelle, I think oh. her name, or that might be the actress. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought that was really one. cool. Yeah. So, when, yeah, so yeah. sometimes you think it'd be more like, oh yeah, it's a man's body. It's like a, it's Gabriel. And then other times it, w- it was a woman. Um, but these two action scenes are fucking like legendary awesome. uh, in the, in the jail cell. She, it, yeah. I mean, in the jail cell, in the, in the prison, or sorry, in the, in the police station, if anything you guys want to say about that, because the, these scenes are just legendary. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then, but also to the, um, the chase scene as well. I know that kind of goes into like the, the, uh, sure. Police station proper, which again, Guys, how funny is that police station? It looks like they're in a museum or a library. It doesn't look like they're in a police station at all. The the ceilings are like two two stories tall. Like, yeah, 
it's like it's a, always like an 18th really century bank or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. It's always really dark in there. Could you imagine? Yeah, the lighting is crazy. Worked in in corporate America, like you would never be able or, to allow people to work in a space right. where you're like almost need to like light yeah. <laughs> like your space in order or, to see your keyboard about, or to like write on a piece of paper. To, how about you're trying to like uh, uh, jail criminals and you're going to keep it very dimly lit. So what? So they can plot like your demise. Like, no, you don't, you know, so you can get uh, like, uh, no, you have, if you are jailing criminals, you keep them in small separate rooms. Uh, like you don't put them all together in one very large dimly lit room. The outside didn't like, even, they had one shot of the outside too. It didn't even really look like a police station. I didn't, I don't even remember sure. like a lot of police cars out there or anything, but that, I mean, that aside it's like he did like a lot of really cool camera work and and even like one of the behind the scenes things says yeah it's like he the camera is just like on an automatic like sort of track where it's moving in a in a way where it's it's just part of the choreography and and there's a camera choreography as with like the blocking of of the fight scene and everything and that sort of yeah it just it just speaks to me of like I'm going to throw a lot at you and you're going to have a lot of fun, almost like a, like a crank or something like that too, where these action oh, scenes are going to be very right. frenetic and in your face. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're, you're going to have a hard time, hard time even looking away. And then you get one of the best, I mean, arguably the best moment in the movie for me is this legendary fight. I keep using the legendary, oh. but this fucking chair throw double kill is the coolest thing (laughs) in the world and the first time i lost my shit and i lost my shit twice as hard the second time (laughs) because somehow i forgot that he got two people with one chair she got two people with one chair because like in my original memory i was it was just one person but it's like no one chair two one stone two birds it's over <laughs> from like from like a hundred feet away. <laughs> like it, 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 it was so wild and like, like a fucking the, shot put throw too. <laughs> like, just, just wow. Like, it, yeah, it's not, it, it wasn't a dart. Like they had the, uh, Gabriel has the power to like really straight line it at them. It, it <laughs> takes like a trajectory. Like, Gabriel has to, yeah. like, has to like get an arc on it where it almost like, yeah, do like curves a, a little bit and then <laughs> just like nails them. And they cut yeah, the like music. A, they like, a, like cut. throwing a bomb in the end zone. They, uh, they cut the music and then you just hear the thud of the people so well. <laughs> and I love it. And they must have like, I can just picture James Wan just laughing at that. Yeah. Just like yeah. looking at like, this is fucking great. We got like, it. this yeah. is hilarious and awesome at the same time. It can be both. And th- that's where like, I don't know, like the camp kind of works for me because yes. it's not as contrived. He's, he's not trying to make it funny. He's just like, this is awesome. This is just awesome. Why not? Well, he's playing in a playground and he's making himself laugh. Like that's exactly, exactly what you just yeah. said is like, you know, totally. if you can, if you can get, if you can give yourself the giggles after you've been up this movie's ass, like from top to bottom, like filming it and everything, if you can still make yourself laugh, then I'm going to enjoy it too. Mm-hmm. At that point, like you're just, you're just, you're just playing with your toys and having a good time. And totally. like he, it, it, like uh, what I will say though, is like, uh, we we kind of breezed over it, but the reveal is like there's this thing growing out of her head, but then they cut the legs and yeah, arms yeah. off, yes. and then they push it back into her skull, skull. just like smush it, just fucking push, <laughs> yeah. like close it up, 
And then, like, it, which also, like, there is something funky. You realize, like, as this goes through, you're like, her hair is, like, big and weird. And so, like, Oh, it's like, this is the worst, really? either the worst wig I've ever seen or it yeah. has to be a plot reveal. That's a yeah. wig. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My yeah. wig dar sucks. And I'm like, wig. that's a fucking wig. That is a wig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those so bangs then, are like, crazy. <laughs> so then, like, when she's in the jail cells, when finally you see his face and everything, where, the, what is it? They start beating the shit out of her and then they smash the back of her head again and then gabriel comes out like like the fucking the pieces of the back of her head open a face comes out of the hair and then her arms twist in reverse her legs like you see all of her joints crackle into the other way and then she's reverse beating the living shit out of everyone in the room like it, murdering it, them just <laughs> she just not, grabs not, a lady's no. a lady's jugular and just rips it out rips it out and i'm like and like, there's just no one stopping them nope there's not yeah, a cop like, in the place <laughs> it's no. mayhem and, and and i like at that point i was like so fucking into this movie and mm-hmm. i think i was watching Best it and des was like i don't want like i think des got turned off at the very beginning because she was a little uncomfortable about the pregnancy stuff and so she's like i'm gonna go to sure. i'm like okay you had told me to watch it we didn't watch it together did we no i think i was alone i was watching it by myself and then i'm like Oh, no, 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 no. I told you to watch it because yeah, like, me and James had talked about it because yeah, I think somebody on uh, like uh, I put it up. Or, I was like, oh, like yeah, I'll watch that. whatever, Brandon. Like, I was like, I'm sure it's good, Brandon, whatever. But then like, I like, I once, like dude, you have to see this. Uh, yeah. And I was like, all right, he's probably right. Finally, I put it on. She walks away and I'm like, am I really going to watch this movie by myself? And then after like 10 minutes, I'm like, all right, I'm in. This is getting pretty weird and good. And then, like, I, it's interesting to me. By the time that jail cell fight happens, I'm like fucking thanking my lucky stars. <laughs> you suggested this to me because I, I was like, this is everything I want and more. Like, you are showing me yeah. things I didn't didn't even know I desired. Agreed. Like, it, it, I had- and I mean. I would have loved to be in the room when he's talking to those contortionists, being like, "Okay, what I want you to do is, I want you to like, can you put all of your bones backwards and then beat the shit out of people?" And they're like, "What do you want me like?" I, the crawl, their they- crawl was really cool, which was yeah, and they maybe just sped it up a bit to make it look fast, but that yeah, they did a real like kind of like crab crawl, except you do you arch your back completely. You know the, uh, the other way, and they look. Get, oh god, they had to get hurt doing that. Like you can't. Know, they're they're professionals. That. I don't know. Ugh. But the, the, the yeah. so so you get these this two ama- two amazing set pieces, and it make I forgive the audacity of that police station for how cool and the uh, jail cell for how cool those set pieces yeah. are. And then you get one of, I think, like a really great resolution to the story, as well as like a little stinger of like it, it might still be out there. But I love the the view into the mind space of her as she as the 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 yet next twist and reveal of like, no, he didn't just shoot his, her fucking sister in the face, which would have been fucking crazy, which Brandon and I forgot that that didn't we're like oh my god i can't believe he just shot her sister in the (laughs) fucking face and then no she has the power she locks him in a jail cell of her own creation in her mind 
And I just thought, ah, I loved how that was represented. And it somehow it, I understood. I'm like, this is pretty cheesy how it's all filmed and the lighting and everything almost looks like yeah. a PSA from the eighties too. <laughs> and then like how she like holds the, the gel. So it's like <laughs> next time yeah. I'll be ready. And then she like closes it. And I just, ah, I was so on board for that too. I, I like how it's, is resolved. Her sister's still alive. She makes a reveal to her that, Oh, it's been eating your babies. Um, that's wild. And then you get the, uh, I'm, I'm rolling through, but you guys can commentate on it. But like you get the Christopher Nolan sort of stinger of like the lights about to turn on or is it, or is the, is the, uh, right. yeah. the you know, yeah. is it going to stop spinning or whatever the little totem of Leo DiCaprio and, um, yeah, right. Just a great, great fucking, great fucking time throughout. Any any comments on those last little re, uh, resolutions uh, before I move on to some reviews? I'll say our the gun thing did like the. It reminds me of like Fight Club a little bit with the the guns in my hand. It's not in yours, kind of thing. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, that, yeah. that's where that that did pull me into that, but. You know, there was so much other shit going on that it was like, you know, uh, I, I had no problem with or anything. It just it didn't it it, it hit notes of that for me. Totally. But yeah, I mean, I but I mean, it was a great vehicle to, you know, do a reversal on, on the audience and stuff. And so I thought I thought it was excellent. And I mean, like, I also just it was still excellent fucking editing and camera angles and shots to, you know, keep you uh, the twists are like correlated with the way he films it and so that's like you know a fucking masterpiece in my mind of like your camera is a fucking character in your movie and you use it sam raimi to tell your stories you use your camera to you know uh uh, feed me information you use your camera to fucking you know uh, discombobble my mind like hey you know he is just so fucking thoughtful that it, it, it's it, it, it's insane that audiences didn't like this uh, as much. And like, I guess it makes sense that critics did. But yeah, let's, I mean, let's see what they, they have to let's say. Let's get into it. Um, That's the perfect Danny. Perfect segue. Yeah. Th- Love it. I mean, you should come back sometime. Uh, <laughs> oh. So just to remind everyone, it was a 76 from the critics certified fresh with a 76. I'm still not sure what the cutoff number is for certified. Apparently, 76 is still got- OK. So we talked about it. So So, I don't know, maybe 75 or something. I'm looking for the lowest certified fresh is what I'm on the hunt for. So let let me know out there. uh, Oh, that movie we watched together at your place with uh, BJ Novak. Oh, yeah. That that one was certified fresh and it has a name that doesn't have anything to do with the movie, I feel like, too. So it's kind of BJ Novak on the podcast. It's like Vengeance or something like that. It was on last week. Vengeance. You guys had BJ Novak? No, that's never mind. That's an 81. Oh, weird. I feel I feel like when it started, it was much lower. But yeah, it might have changed. Uh, but Malignant has 76 uh, critics, 52 audience. What's that? You, you're making BJ jokes. No, no, no. no it's, it's past. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> the magic's done. It's done. All right. Uh, Sorry. Let's, I'm an asshole. I'm going to do um, join the club, my friend. This 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 is the. The podcast hosted by assholes for assholes. assholes. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you should hear our uh, no, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Me and Brandon came up with a new dating app. Uh, We're gonna call Kanye West on the pod next. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. And you guys are reviewing Schindler's List. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Um, I'm I'm gonna pick like some other like critics uh, that I don't normally go to that don't seem like they're very like the most well known. The rap. Let's go with the rap gives it an 80 from William Bibiani malignant might not hold up to scrutiny, but by the time all its mysteries are revealed, it's clear that it was never supposed to. It's an absurdly entertaining fright fest with a heavy, heavy emphasis on the absurd and thank heaven or hell for it. Fun. Um, Let's do, uh, is this, let's do paste from Lex. Briskusco. <laughs> I'm going to do some of because these are the reviews that are also factoring into these numbers. So we want to hear from yeah, everybody here, not just all the New York Times of them all. I don't think that last guy went into detail enough. Well, I mean, we're not going to read the whole review. We're just doing snippets here. Um, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. My bad. <laughs> I was so like, oh, that was a bit of building. It was so general. Lex, <laughs> we, we, we can send you the link. Yeah, we'll send you, you the link to. <laughs> Uh, old William Bibiani's uh, work on the, at the rap. Um, okay, okay. Let's move on to right Paste with Lex Briskusko, a 70 out of 100. Uh, between sufficient scares and a puzzling yet promising narrative that takes shape in a wild fever that matches the intensity of the nearly feral antagonist, the story is vast and threaded smartly into a wearable piece of dread. The more granular writing, however, can be lackluster and the dialogue comes off cringeworthy in several spots. This yeah. guy's been reading his like his uh, thesaurus. <laughs> He's like just really oh throwing my out. God. That's how those. all of the critics are. Even the ones at the top are coming up with these uh, these quips and using language to just like suplex a movie if they don't like it. I mean, if the critics didn't like it, I'm sure there's something like, man, I wish I had this movie excised from me. Like uh, this, like a two, <laughs> yeah. this felt malignant yeah. on me. Oops, I'm, like, sorry. I'm having a stroke. I'm sorry. Uh, I, will- I was, I was, I was getting lost in my puns. I was doing too many <laughs> puns at once. It's a tricky business being a critic. It's hard. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll do a couple uh, more. Yeah, it's just how up their own ass they sound is, is like cracking me up. Occasionally, sometimes sometimes it's really nice when you can't get to the bottom of how people feel. It's like they can be almost too specific. Other times it's yes. like, oh, now I kind of especially for the purposes of this body, it's like we're trying to get a, like a flavor test and kind of a temperature gauge of like how their overall feeling. And sometimes they're they can be more pointed than some of the audience members are like not really sure what they're trying to say because <laughs> it can be coming ev- from so many different directions does every critic have a name that sounds like you just made it up <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is from thomas Tuplin. this is from is this is it, it's not <laughs> slash is film is it this guy's last Tomlinson. name is evangelista whoa chris evangelista uh yeah, 75 yeah, says the lack of true scares may be a deal breaker for some, and indeed the overall outlandishness at work on the screen is going to flat out annoy certain viewers. But then there will be those who revel in the audacity of Malignant, and boy oh boy are those folks in for a treat. This isn't even close to being James Wan's best horror movie, but cripes, it sure is a lot of fun. 
grapes. Grapes. Wow. You don't hear that. See, Chris see, Evangelista that guy did colorful writing correctly. He was still kind of like down to earth with it and picked the right times to punctuate punctuate something with an abnormal word. That other guy was like as many abnormal words mm-hmm. as I can put. I like oh, I like that this person addressed. That's a, uh, that's a fair critique. <laughs> they were critiquing critiques, but like I like yeah, that that's they a fair critique. they address <laughs> they address like oh the audience might not like it for these reasons, but I like it for these. I like I like. Uh, Someone who expresses things like that. I'll do one more from Variety. We'll get a we'll get one of those big names in there. 70 from Andrew Barker. It's hard to say whether a film this bonkers works or not, but it's impossible not to admire both the craft and the extravagant bad taste behind its go for broke energy. Mm. It's kind of a backhanded a little bit, but I think they overall liked it. Um, We'll move on to some audience feelings on everything from the 52 percent score, not so hot on uh how they feel about it i think there was there i'm gonna do a couple google reviews one star reviews i think let's do this one from jewel torkelson oh stop it now you're just making them up (laughs) (laughs) oh my god this might (laughs) this might be too long but i'm gonna try all right so here, so here's what they say. Jewel Torkelson gives it a one star out of five. <laughs> uh, so here's a breakdown. Literal American horror story opening of skits and scene cuts. Imagine actual AHS, AHS opening that lady plus tons of miscarriages plus abusive boyfriend plus sudden head injury from said boyfriend. Boyfriend gets killed by a suspicious figure. And then they just go on this whole tirade of the whole movie to finish all the movie. It just like lists everything that happens. And then says, also add that all of these leads nowhere. This is all mentioned like one time and never reference uh, again of of, uh, where she realizes the power in was in her all along. And she defeats it and saves her sister because she said he makes me strong one single time. No other explanation. And that leads nowhere. And they mention it one time, never reference again. It is literally all unimportant to the plot. Not one thing matters. This could have been 20 minutes long. Lady gets hit in the head, wakes up tumor person, commits murders of doctors. She locks it up in cliche mental prison. End of story. These aren't even all my notes. Like, I'm mad. I want to talk to James Bond. This guy Bond. doesn't get it. This may, be this, the wor- this may be the worst movie I've ever seen. Fuck this guy. Yeah, dude. Uh, You're not I, a big Jewel not Torkelson get it at all. Fan? He needs everything spelled out for him. And then, like... like yeah, dude, he's he's yeah. he does not get it at all. Like yeah. it, it, this guy did not think anything more than surface level about this movie. And he was disappointed. And I'm happy he was because he's not supposed to get this movie. This isn't for you. Like, don't you know, like if you didn't get it good, I, I, I'm happy that there's certain people that felt like this movie sucked. And that's because you're dumb. And you don't have any creativity like it, you have no wow. damn. The only taste he has is in his fucking mouth. I think you need to yeah, do a podcast about uh, reviewing reviewers. Crit- critics, critic. I critic, just want to sit there critic, yeah. pick one at a time and be like, all right. Here's that's where I, wa- <laughs> I would. Well, I sit there and read the movies that I've already seen that they've seen and then see if they're right or wrong about their point of view. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm totally down. I like how you even hated the critics who did like it. you're like, no, you didn't like it enough. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like it how I liked it. Let me tell you how you're supposed to like it. 
Um, there is a there is a, a, a at least a certain threshold of appreciation for this movie you should have, or you need to get out of the fucking kitchen. You know, like you shouldn't you should not be cooking, you know, uh, with fire. In the kitchen you, with Dinah. You don't, uh, yeah, you shouldn't be in the kitchen with Dinah. And you shouldn't be strumming on the banjo. Like you need to go back to fucking the recorder, buddy. Like uh, get an ocarina and burn, strap burn, it. Burn, burn, burn. A long bumpy ride, bitch. Dunk. Like. Gang, gang. Like, no, it, it's just like if you're going to critique a movie, you need to look at it more for more than just a surface fucking scratch. Like, it, I really want you to respond to people like on their reviews and like do some sort of follow up. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do it as a video audio thing, though, because like that's where you're. it's a lot more emotional and called out. And mm-hmm. I think you're going to get more responses from these critics if you fucking if you just start an attack podcast. No, that ship has sailed. You're not going to get a response, but you can yell into the void if you like. Here is your void to, no, to it, yell into. <laughs> It's better publicity for them if they get a better response. I mean, these are audience. We're we're in audience territory. These are just people. Yeah, these, these are, are just, just people on Google. And we're gonna go to. Oh, we're gonna. No, we're on. We're, you're just yelling at audience members at this point. Yeah. Um, but this is no, this is more. We're moving on to Mort from Arizona, possibly because it's more AZ. I'll do like one or two more. Uh, another one star out of five. Uh, they go on to say. I love movies, any kind, any genre, from Denny Villeneuve to whatever, even trash ones. But even if there were no good movies to watch, I'd watch something as bad as Transformers or Expendables. It is extraordinary that Malignant is so poorly made and has an extremely second-rate amateur idea. Like, it is, an, it is a joke example used in a conversation in a script-writing class for children that makes Fast and Furious seem, seem Igmar Bergman's masterpiece. I almost never have this kind of opinion about a movie. Unless movie maker wants the audience to. If James Wan recorded a puppet show and put a subtitle from the first moment that said, I have no idea for a horror movie, but people think I do. So please, please pretend to be scared. So I won't fade into footnote of a book about cult movies with a name like, Ooh, my teddy bear is a supernatural serial killer with one eye. He would have done far more superior job than malignant. It is really sad that nowadays there is a system in cinema industry, which reluctantly allows for movies like this one to be made or for someone without any shred of talent to be a director who knows, maybe one day I directed a movie with this title adopt a child with three hands and eight horns who happened to be an alien, but our weapon was love. He's pitching movies now. He's like, pitching movies. Mort, you ignorant slut. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it, it, it's so fascinating to me. Cause it almost like the way that he set it up and then, then he continued to slam dunk this movie. It just, it made me think that he's just personally going through something because mm-hmm. I don't understand. I don't understand how who hurt you. You, you, <laughs> you know how you know where Transformers sits in film. Like you understand that that is a very simple, relatively stupid plot. Smashing, uh, characters. Car it, it, it is just CGI <laughs> machines beating the shit yeah. out of each other. So he yeah. can understand Clock that that's <laughs> where you would put that in things like, oh, this is a very simple movie. If I'm just looking for cheap entertainment or not cheap entertainment, but entertainment, but and not need to think about it. This is what I'm going to put on. But then not recognize that out of this, because yeah. the thing that we've talked about in length is the fact that this movie is made very well. Yes, yeah. the story is yes. bananas and it is 
understandable to a degree that people are turned off, especially horror fans, because it's not that scary and the characters are very shallow. And then it's just everything is so convenient. It's so simple and silly and stupid. Get it. But that person it must be going through something. He's a, or, he's a simple, or he's a simple, simple bitch. And like, no, they know, like, like Denis Villeneuve movies. Yep. That means that that means yeah. they're fancy pantsy. And they mentioned they, I bet he they name dropped Ing, Ingbar Berg, Ingmar Bergman. I, 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 bet he, I bet he looked it up of like, I bet he was like halfway through typing. He was like, I'm going to go on Google and figure out some shit to throw in and make me sound like I'm just saying like that. I, I feel like this person does not understand nuance. This person does not understand like a uh, uh, parody or camp or like there is significant changes drastic changes and like maybe he watched the first five minutes and didn't fucking watch the movie because like there is incredibly uh complicated things that this guy is pulling off but making this fucking thing so like if you filmmaking wise but i think i think this kind of that choreography you're a fucking nut this this kind of reaction is exactly what he wanted as well he wanted to invoke a reaction whether it's like people people like really like it or or they show your ass that you don't know what you're talking like i'm just i'm sorry i'm sorry go ahead i'm mad and I'm sorry, James. Please. Finish. <laughs> Why are you mad? Why are you mad, Dan? I ain't mad. He's not. Why are he's you not, mad? You're, see, you're that, not James. See, I, you're not. You're see, not I, James. because I, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say like that, I don't know. You, I feel like it makes me like it more that people react like this. I don't get yes, upset. Yes. I don't get upset that they feel this yeah. way. Like it just like I'm more not, more for me, you know. More I'm not mad. I'm more like like I said. I enjoyed that. This isn't for everybody. Yeah. Exactly. Like, then it feels like exactly. Like, you just said we, that. We, <laughs> you we literally had, just it, said that. Yeah, but I mean, like, I do, like, I get a, it gets a rise out of me in, like, I get pleasure from hearing somebody not get it. Because, like, and that's also, like, you know, to any good filmmaker, they make the audience that appreciates what they do feel smart. Even if what they're, even if, like, it's a false sense of, it's a placebo effect or something where it's, like, I fed you this information earlier and then you figured it out because I let you. Like, you have to let the audience feel a little smart from time to time. Mm -hmm. And when a filmmaker does something like this, where this was like, we've agreed that this was for him first and foremost, more than anybody else. He's not playing to his audience who is like spoon feed me all the shit. Like, so if, you know, if you just want to jump scare and, or you just want to see bodies hit the floor, then the, you know, you're not, you're gonna have to wait for a movie. I mean, like, for, for a movie to like, I'm, he's doing a lot of other stuff. You know? I'm, like, I'm invested. Not- yeah, sorry. Mm. No, like for a movie that I'm so invested in to pull off a twit, multiple twists that I didn't really expect, one namely that I didn't expect in this day and age, I think is something monumental to be said yeah. of like, I did not fucking expect that. And there have, there yeah. has been a couple horror movies that I've watched more recently that have come out that I've been like, I'm on the edge of my seat. Cause I, I just don't know what to expect next. Yeah, and yeah. I think horror movies are living in that territory of horror movies are really successful in invoking that reaction in me. But in order to do that, you gotta, you gotta go on out on a limb, take some risks, have an original idea um and yeah the some people are gonna lambast there. you for it but i'd much rather watch these these uh 
someone going out on a limb rather than someone staying safe in like a bloom house land and doing something that's expected, which, you know, whatever. I don't want to criticize so heavily bloom house. There's, there's good stuff coming also, out of there too, but that's just like yeah. the easy punching bag at this point in time for horror movies. But there's also the low hanging fruit kind of thing of like, somebody could just give you a fucking junk box drawer full of corkscrews where it's like, yeah, you threw a million twists in there, but like, there's another, the way that he Nailed did it. this, there is so many twists in this movie, it. but but it's not like he's just doing this to throw me off, doing this to throw me off. It's like there's purpose and stuff. And so it's it's organic. I Where would argue he, that that it's not purpose. It's well, we brought, I, I, we've, we've brought up purpose, we brought up M. Night Shyamalan before. I feel like and, it's and that's and that's the, the difference that here is that M. Night Shyamalan is doing it where he is leaning more into like what a scary movie should be. And James Wan is leaning more into what a fun, enjoyable movie should be, because M. Night Shyamalan has been making very unenjoyable movies, even though I really yeah. liked old. Yeah, uh, he, he, but he's been Repeat and what and what that's why i liked old is because there were mm-hmm. so many wonderful like uh you know just choices made and james will not Wan- watch a m night Shyamalan movie that is going to be a twisty thriller mystery thing like that i won't do a single one after i saw the have film. you seen old i uh, no. i watched i watched Dude, you have watched, to check it out i watched it's almost watched similar to this movie in certain ways it's but what i'm saying is i don't like a, like a twilight zone episode yeah i don't want him to get any more of my peepers on his shit because he fucking pissed me off so much. I paid to see Village and I fucking Jesus. hated it. Uh, I'm that, was, sorry, that was my experience like, with Lady in the Water and The Happening, but uh, that's well, and, Lady in the, and yeah. actually you just you take a break for sure. Awful. I started to watch Lady in the Water, and... turned it off. Happening, started to watch it, turned it off because I was like, I see where this is going and I'm gonna fucking be pissed. I, I Danny, would you say play. you saw the signs? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't open up my eyes, dude. Yeah, I really did. Join us next week for Kanye and Mel Gibson on next week's <laughs> Polarized Podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be polarizing in a new way now. Um, <laughs> just for the hell of it, I'm going to do one more we're, audience we're review. A Mel we'll, Brooks movie. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 uh, Spoiler alert, they ball. hate it. <laughs> <laughs> they got a lot to say. <laughs> they, got, they got a lot to say. Polarizing uh, decisions. I'll do uh, I'll do one more audience review and then we'll please. move on to like our final thoughts. And then I want to play I, I want to allow some time for dessert, which is my fun little game that I want to play with you guys if you don't if you don't mind. Ooh, this is the first time Danny's gonna be playing this. I feel game like you might have played it once. You might have you might have dude, yeah. Two desserts for me, please. Have you played Magnetized? No, my, my, my little any. game. Oh my god, this is gonna be so fun! You guys haven't given me any games. Hey, do you know how I always knew how to spell dessert instead of desert? Why? Because yes, two S's because you want more sweet. Because you want you want two of those. You mm, don't. You only want. Yum, yum. You only want to be in one desert, but mm-hmm. you want two desserts. Yeah. And I was like, the, the same goes for yeah. diner and, and dinner. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't i mean do i want two dinners that sounds like a lot i just want to get to that would take up i mean you want time. two dinners more than i got, you want two diners no i like I'm trying, to get to, I'm trying to get to that double dessert so don't double dinner me because then it's more in the way to my my double dessert <laughs> it's gonna turn into a desert because you're gonna be so uh, full off the dinners oh jesus yeah that like, diner in the uh, desert serving des- desserts and dinners <laughs> decisively 
<laughs> oh, this is fun. Uh, okay, I'll do one more one more of these reviews from Arnold Mango Sing. Uh, one star Amazing out of five. <laughs> um, they say, currently 45 minutes into this movie, I'm debating watching the rest or finding a way to go back in time and get that last 45 minutes back. I've seen better movies come out of a flip book. I'd rather have a dance battle barefoot on Legos while dodging knife throws from a cyborg ninja trained by Master Splinter. I get that it's James Wan movie, but I feel like it's James Wan movie that you ordered off of Wish that you received four months after ordering in the package was a used box of dead animal droppings wrapped in shoestrings dipped in battery acid. For those who actually made it through this movie, you deserve an award. If you were being interviewed by the Avengers... You simply you can simply tell them that you stomached this movie for the entire duration. Captain America would give you his shield to use as a cereal bowl and offer you rays with paid weekends and a company adventure car and front of the line cafeteria privilege at the Stark Tower. What is going on? <laughs> what are we talking about? This movie sucks harder than an octopus in a prostitution ring strung out on meth and trying to free itself from its pimp and only a few hundred more tricks away from freedom. And and we'll end on that. And grammar, even like this is, you know, what? Uh, don't critique something and not like it, you just fill it full of run on sentences of nonsense. Clearly, this person that's, likes Avengers and Captain America, and that's peak cinema. And this did not flip. flip that you know, was really by, like, but they were AI, loving those those AI out of control critic. similes, like similes yeah. out the wazoo. Yeah. Didn't it feel like that was like if somebody made a critic AI program and it was like just mm-hmm. whenever you want to make whenever you want to say uh, something that you didn't like. Then just string a bunch of like words that become a metaphor. So like that, that made no fucking sense. Not like, at all. I, it's some like no. ri- rival to uh, James Wan that hired an AI to write bad reviews to take him down or something like that. Um, the only thing I will say though about that is, is obviously that person likes Captain America and Marvel movies is like, isn't this then the horror movie for you? Because totally, this feels yeah. like the Marvel movie of like horror movies. Totally. It feels like the rise of a villain. Like yeah. getting to see the origin, origin story, story yeah. of Gabriel. creepy backhead tumor yeah. man. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, right. this has everything you should love. That's like, cool. even though you don't get any of the other parts of it, you don't need to. Why do you have a problem with something so fucking like mm-hmm. radical and extreme and new and not some like, fucking remake jizz bang of a fucking like hack hack together fucking uh, punch up script that has been <laughs> kicked around Hollywood for 10 years and finally they and got all the fucking, soul and they, and they got Dua Lipa yeah. to make a song about it like it, to sell a fucking piece of shit like instead this is like you somebody so made up daddy daddy <laughs> daddy yeah, yeah. I have this guy's back hardcore because like this movie did what I would love to do. Me and my brother always talked about making a movie where like, you know, in, in rush hour where like there's the part where right before they go into the big, like kind of climaxy piece, they're standing outside and they're listening yeah. to war God, all that. And then they're, they're sitting there playing with they're they're playing with uh fucking uh, uh they're you, they're playing with his gun yeah. like they're mm-hmm. ta- they, mm-hmm. he's showing them how like and i was like what if right here in the middle of this part while they're playing with his gun he just shoots jackie chan and jackie chan dies he's like oh fuck i'm sorry and then like roll credits 
like, like you fucking Whoa, have this buddy damn. cop with, well no but they're doing something extremely irresponsible you're a fucking police officer oh and you bring hyper realism and you're tossing yeah, a fucking yeah. gun back and forth and it's a buddy cop movie and then you right. just fucking pull the rug out from under people and you're just like boom like guns are dangerous don't fuck around kind of thing and sort like, of like in the other guys where like, they jump off a building <laughs> yeah but i mean more hyper aim for the bushes a hyper i love that fucking part like it, you it, those guys you're like this is a cameo and they can't be like the rest of this movie and then they just get rid of him in the best yeah. way. I All right, Danny, I want it. you to I want you to roll on into your review and give a yes, final you are num- numerical score because you're on a roll right now. My yeah. dude. <laughs> I got a lot to say. You know what? I got, I'm going to say something about this movie. Like Please. this movie. This movie. Now is the time, Danny. Wait, just take a deep breath. Now is the time to just put it all together. Let's get it into get it also, into that one. You know what I want to do. Is I want to leave my headspace of all the one percent reviewers and like to do that. Please, I, please. I've learned. I've learned because you tool. love this movie. Don't let them. I've learned a little tool from a show called Daniel Tiger. Uh, my daughter watches it, and oh, Daniel okay. Tiger says, "When you're feeling mad and you want to roar, take a deep breath and count to four. Okay, let's do it together. Okay, I just did. T- let's do one. Too late. Let's do it one that'd more be, time. That'd be eight, Brandon. Daniel Tiger doesn't say eight. He says four. And I'm already calm. If you need to calm down, you can take a yeah, I'm going to do it then. There you go. And this is something you can do on your own. You know, you never, you never have to interrupt anybody to do it because it's just breathing. See? I have to, I have to be, though. Ah, see, you found your inner self. All right, folks. So... I'm going to start my review by first addressing the two guys that both just ditched me on their podcasts and uh, left me alone for a moment. So neither one of them know what I'm about to say. And that's, I love these guys. I love that they roped me into, you know, a Halloween movie. They already did this movie. And I told them I wished I would have got to do this movie with them after I saw it. And then the next year, I get to be here to tell you how I feel about it. And how I feel about this movie right here is strong. I think from tip to taint, this guy took, you know, what could in anybody else's hands have been, you know, a fucking tragedy. Somebody could have, you know, taken all of the pieces of this movie and fucked it up beyond repair. Somebody could have taken this movie and just never understood it and destroyed it and ran it into the ground. But what this guy took with this script, with these actors, with the set pieces and with his cameras and did was concoct a fucking symphony. And each piece needs to be just the way it is. And I was passionate about the people that were naysayers about it because they are negligent in their movie watching. They are not looking at all the different ingredients to make a souffle work and then how long it takes to cook. And that's where I know that this filmmaker 
has studied film. I know that this filmmaker has studied great direction, has studied great uh, lighting fucking design, has studied great set design, has had his fucking fingers in every piece of this so it can go off just the way he wanted it. And when I get to see somebody get to do something just the way they want it, I that I always, even if I don't like it, respect that. But oh I fucking loved this. And I didn't know I was going to love it. That's the other part is when I started watching it, I was like, I, because it starts out with that kind of B-movie serial kind of cold open, it makes me like, uh-oh, what did I just get myself into? And then, like, I knew from the credits, so I was like, oh, this is good. Like, I because I was like, there is professionalism counteracting this. And then the next thing is different. Then the next thing is different. And everything is keeping me on my toes, which, as somebody who's watching a film from many different angles, I'm you know, pleasantly surprised by what he's doing here, what he's doing there, what the script is even written by, which uh, who wrote the script? Did he have anything to do with it, guys? Uh, I believe it's a, the person he, he's in a relationship with uh, pitched him the idea. And then they had in their description from the behind the scenes video I watched was they had their like base idea of like a parasitic thing, like within you, that's that's killing things or whatever. And then they had in their description, like tentpole scenes that they really had in mind and they wanted to do. And then they hired a screenwriter to come in and put it all together. So they she's in and that person is in the movie, too. She's the like um, CSI girl. I believe he's in a relationship with her. Oh, right? I love her. She's great. She, she is the uh, executive producer. She's excellent. Yeah, she's the executive producer and brought the screenplay to James Wan. Right. Or she, yeah, that's she awesome. had like that. They had the idea to get, she came with to him. That with makes the idea, me love yeah. her part even more because she was like, you know what I want is this fun little goofy part. And yeah. 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 Like, you know, I'll do all this and then I'll just be like, this, this, like, I'll just ham up this. I can do this and then everybody else do their job. And like, I, I, and also the fact that they storyboarded, came up with the idea and then were able to give their baby to somebody and let them put the words into motion but they knew at the end of the day they were going to have uh, control of how it's going to look and feel. But it feel uh, it feels like a collaboration. And so that's where it's good to know that him and somebody else kind of worked this out. Because, like, there it, it feels like, you know, somebody took a lot of – instead of it being I'm carving a statue out of a lump of – fucking marble it feels like somebody's taking a shit ton of play-doh and sticking it all together and then somehow it's a fucking masterpiece and i don't know if that's his intention but it it it, it couldn't have gone any other way for me to be as impressed because it, it it takes so many variables that have to work just right and so to be able to get all those puzzle pieces to fit fucking, you know, perfectly and symmetrically and, and, and in line and to go off like that it is uh, uh, something of tantamount to fucking, you know, Beethoven or something. And so, like, if, if you're 
you know, writing a fucking symphony on it from from memory and scratch like that. Like I, I have to give it props. But then, you know, also like you get to feel like you're in on an inside joke with this movie. You know, yeah, like, uh, that's a great way to describe it for sure. We get to say, like, I know why this is good. And like he's laughing at, you know, those one percent reviews. I bet he gets his kicks going through and seeing people that don't get what he did there and he's like great you know you'll get it sooner or later like you know maybe come back to it maybe you're not ready for my movie yet and like that's cool as fuck too that like you know you can you can see different stages of understanding of film through this goofy fucking horror movie that takes a you know basic idea but listen to all those dudes that we listen to throw out a bunch of ham bone wacky ass scenarios and none of those sounded interesting and uh, like fucking i wouldn't want to watch 10 minutes of what they were talking about but what we just watched somebody took and developed and they were like you could have made this a 20 minute thing nope you couldn't have because like it wouldn't have been fascinating 20 minutes you'd be like what the fuck that's a sensory overload this guy had the perfect slow down pickup slow down it, it was like you know uh, uh, when you listen to a song you have you know the first couple sure. verses of the song that chorus, hook, that's the hook you have the uh, hook that and then you, you have in. bohemian then rhapsody you have your chorus. <laughs> then you have like a refrain you have a breakdown you have all that shit and all those have to be where they are for you to hear a song and be like yes but you could also take and do some jazz and doodle with it and fuck with it. And people don't get jazz because they're expecting these beats and notes. And this, the people that go and play yes. notes and they're, they are playing to the people that understand already what it should be. So I can do what it shouldn't be to make something new and blow your fucking mind. And if your mind's not blown, you don't. Then what it. are we doing? What are we doing here? <laughs> right. What are we doing here? Why? Uh, that's not. Why are we getting that, out of bed? <laughs> there's no substance, and that's just repetition and recreation, and it's imitation. It is uh, like, but what this guy did, you cannot. Yeah. Duplicate. You cannot imitate this without somebody saying it's just like that, and it's just like that because you're breaking a fucking mold, and. Like the 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 naysayers of this are the people that are stopping progress. Oh. Yes, but yes. you're on the wrong there's, side of history, folks. You once are assholes in their own mind. They're not letting themselves move to another level. Ah, self actualization, and yes, right. Because what yes. I'm saying is like you're not stopping me by complaining about this. You're a red flag that. I don't need to talk, give you recommendations about heady movies or I don't need to, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell you. It wasn't face off. Cool, man. Like I'm going to be like, yeah, dude, like the fucking right down the line, like, and face off is great for many reasons. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I'm going to, I'm going to only talk to, to that guy about movies that I'm like, okay, you liked like, you know, a fucking like mighty ducks or something like, you know, you liked a very like, a you like story, the, uh, story. That's it. Like, yes. Like you just wanted to see some people do some stuff. And in the end overcome, like, you know, you went and I saw got, black Adam. 
Yeah, it was. <laughs> and, and, it's the and, most least yes. common denominator movie. If you're ever in exists. that Marvel Tumblr right now, Rock Tumblr, you know, like maybe you'll get spit out the other end eventually and be like, hey, you know, I checked out American Beauty and I kind of feel like my dick wiggled a little. Like, it, you know, like it, something breaks through where you're like, that did something. That's not a good it, thing. Well, what I, no, what I'm for saying, that movie, that's a bad example of wanting uh, to. Uh, well, actually, that was a very bad metaphor. <laughs> but what, but what I'm saying is that movie had a lot of nuance and a lot of thought-provoking shit. I, and American Beauty was not the perfect thing to throw out right there. I should have said machinist, or I should have said like whatever the fuck. I think but you thought. I think is, you thought of that I mean because is, it, it is a, uh, a I, I wholly original slow, story, and it also features some really like iconic and interesting camera work. Like you, it is something also, to be said when you where, go into the dream sequence where the rose petals are falling on the daughter's friend. Like that. Well, that's you thinking bigger. That's you thinking about what movies thought, could be. What there's interpretive thought art that is. Also, I'm more along the lines meant to pick a movie that was more slow and not like for the ADD like generation or crowd. Like what I mean is it's not wham, bam, 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 bam. Then That's wham, not bam, true bam, at all. Bam, bam. It like, is that. No, no, it is. American, it is. American Beauty. Oh, American Beauty. Action. I thought you were. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about this. No. What, but what I'm saying is, is this movie is billed to some people because they're like, oh, this is going to be a scary edge of your seat horror movie thrill ride. And if you don't have a little bit of an intellectual mind or an appreciation for film in the way that it's made and film in the way that a filmmaker approaches it, a screenwriter approaches it, a director approaches it. If you're not or looking at it from a multi-angle approach, then yeah, if you're just like, I'm watching a, a, a story and this is a story like the fucking hero's journey, then, you know, you're going to. And if you need an explosion every 10 seconds or if you need like, you know, people to just play with guns for some reason and like, you know, fuck some lady or see some like thong or something. This isn't a movie. <laughs> and like. And the thing is, no, what I'm saying is like, you know, uh, there's people that are like that are very baseline and that's fine. That's their opinion. That's their choice. But what I'm saying is like, this is easily the longest final thought. Hands down, hands down, hands down. I'm like, I think I made my point. I'm kind of like, I was like, I don't don't think he's going to say his, his score until like 10 minutes from now. (laughs) It's already been at least 10 to 15. (laughs) If you can't tell by now, this is a hundo. I went, I went pee when you did James. And this is actually, I'm going to be the first to go over a hundred. Oh yeah. No, no, bro. Hey, man, don't be yelling in microphones here. Now you're getting, you're getting a little out of control. Now the two of you ditched me. As I was alone, so I addressed your audience. Uh, There was an intimate moment. You guys are not allowed to. You know, I was really hoping. I was was really me and the polar bears. Like I I named them. We have a bond that you can never have. I was really hoping, hoping Brandon was going to cover me for it before you. You cannot be your own audience member. I was an audience member before I was a guest. I named the audience. We, these are my babies. And like, you guys walked out. This is your podcast. You walked out both of you. I don't know where you went. So I took them. I feel feel like James, this is a moment where he's like, I am the captain now. (laughs) 
I yes, that's right. I put your audience yeah. in the pocket. I'm waving a I'm waving a white flag you, right now. I've given up. You abandoned them. You abandoned them. So I I daddy, I have no daddy, problem with you. Daddy came in and daddy lulled them into security, and then I gave my review. And I'm you know what? I, I, you're right. I could go on for hours about this movie because this is the first movie that's getting a hundred and fucking fifty percent. I'm giving it a hundred fifty. <laughs> I'm breaking your fucking scale to blow the whole averages. Holy I'm skewing shit. everything. If any, if there's not going to be another movie that beats the score, at least my score of this for a while. Like it's going to be pretty tough to be. And like, oh. what did I give? What did I give the mechanic? It doesn't matter. I think I gave that. 100. <laughs> it, doesn't sure it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because you just gave a movie a hundred and fifty percent. We are now. Yeah, uh, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 fuck yeah, man. We, like, we've we've movie, just broken the ceiling. This movie <laughs> changed my life. Man. Like, I, movie, I also, love that for be, you. Also, I know that I could have the coolest Halloween costume anytime I wanted if you do it right. This Halloween Go on backwards. costume. I know. I just want something. Come, I want a giant blowby coming out the back of my fucking head. Like I want that scene where they pan around and you see the fucking potato on her head. I That's want so that funny. just strapped to my. There's head. just yeah. There's like a mask. I and I, 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 I couldn't tell if it was like CGI that they put on there or if it was legitimately just like a mask that is put on the I, back. Yeah, it was a mask. It was a mask. It was practical. Yeah, it was a mask. I don't think. I don't think he let any of that be CGI. It felt very. I think it, what's the funniest thing I don't about even think it he used to me, digital film. Like I think he used like film, film for those. No, absolutely. Those. Are you? Yeah, Danny. Well, at least he's Danny, what are you talking about? Like a, the, he's using a film filter, like for that opening and for, for the, the opening. The shot, yes, the yes. shots inside the the fucking insane asylum. I think he's at least using like an old stock film like filter. He's using but a filter for sure, and it looks I like a filter. I would love to be spliced digital in film. That would have been revolutionary. A, a, a actual, like, if he was actually shooting that, it would look like a Stanley Kubrick movie. It would look like... um, No, because Stanley did it well, and he was trying to do a campy 80s... No, I'm just telling you, like, if you can, I, I'm bringing up Stanley because he's like, everybody's seen his movies and you can visually get where that's coming from is like, well, that's, I know what, a, no, I know that's actually like that, on that. I don't mean like this is definitely digital like, filtering. 80s was still shot on film, like, you know, so like I'm saying yeah. it felt like 80s film stock, like versus 70s film stock where it's a, the pastels and everything, all the colors blasts a lot more. 80s, you get you know, like um, weird science and shit like that. That was all film. Mm. Like, so, I mean, like you have that, um, like, uh, you still have color, but it's also like not perfectly HD. It's not like. It's not saturated in the way that this movie is very saturated in a lot of its ways. But I mean, all those. The, all the colors and everything, all the stuff of that insane asylum is supposed to look like a goofy mad scientist lab from like the, you know a fucking sure VHS tape, you know. So like, mm. uh, yeah, whatever. I'm just saying, 
What are you saying? What are you saying? hundred and fucking fifty percent, Brandon. And yeah. I love this movie, and I love you guys, and thank you for allowing me to talk relentlessly uh, about the good things about this movie and about the people who suck who didn't like it. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I'm a little drunk at this point, by the way. Like I, uh, I have gotten more and more inebriated. James, who is going to go after the first 150 percent? I'll give it an 82 percent. You can go now. Oh, oh no! Wait, wait, James. No, we got to wrap this Did up, guys. We've, we're like, come on. I'm not going to. I'm not going to drag this on any further. I've said everything I, I wanted to say. It's fine. I'm sorry. Did I take wind out of sales? Oh Please, no! James. I'm just. We got to wrap this up, man. We've been going long. How long is this? How long? I'll, give it, I'll give it an 82. <laughs> But James, I just want to hear, can you give me like a one sentence summation then? Like if you were to do a red box uh, review, what, what would you say? Oh my God. I mean, for somebody who the first time I saw this, like knowing the least amount possible is definitely like work best for your advantage for that twist to, to come to fruition. Cause there's no amount, there's no good way to describe this to somebody like what actually happens. You have to see it for yourself. This is one of those sure. movies where like, it's an event, like you got to, you got to go check it out. You got to you got to see this thing for yourself and you got to experience what uh, what there is to to take in and like sure. sign up for a little bit of the long haul. It's a little bit of a longer, like scary movie. Um, it may not. It may subvert like some other things that you may like expect it to be in the best way possible for me, but maybe not the best. And like for other people um, mm. is it might upset them rather than like entice them because it was very like everything was like pretty enticing and until like, yeah, like the little side quest with the sister was kind of like the, uh, the low point for me. But then that also was the setup point for, uh, the best twist of them all, which is what they found out on that tape. So I was, uh, yeah, but by that point, just like right back into it. And, uh, yeah, if I had criticisms, like the yeah a little uneven you know even though it works for its benefit for the most part some of that stuff is like comes across as like the tonal shifts don't fully jive as well as i would want them to um and i find myself like laughing for the wrong reasons or or being annoyed sometimes maybe mainly with like that one detective that was just a little like them trying to be campy and funny uh no the the lolly the lolly lady um she was just a little much for me at times um but i would yeah and it would just probably probably be that i mean the don't like the where's my mind uh song was kind of like the other thing that i guess was kind of grading to me as far as like a motif and a sting was could have been something that was kind of you think that was a finance thing he couldn't he wanted something he wanted a different song or he wanted uh, he didn't you know you brought a fight club earlier Maybe it was that sort of thing where, like, hey, they're the same person, like, and it's like the the where is my mind of it all, you know? Maybe that's another subtle nod, man. Mm -hmm. Like, like I said, and then also maybe the gun was also inspiration slash homage. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm saying, you know, I'd love to get his, like, just, I'm sorry to interrupt your. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm doing it again. But (laughs) I just really love to talk to him about the choices he made for this movie because like there's so many very specific and deliberate choices or did he was he just 
fucking around. I, th- I, I think and any... I, I don't like and, to think he's just fucking around. I think, I think any artist is pulling from things that they admire. And you're just right. seeing that admiration here in his voice. And but so, I feel and, like he's yeah. not afraid to point you in that direction. Like, I think he's not saying, like, I'm... He's not stealing it and trying to hide it. He's, like doing like a like an homage like i said homage where it's like i am winking at this section of the audience then i'm gonna wink at this section if you get it you get it if you get it you get it and like it hits different people different ways it should like if you you know whatever but you know the fucking you know deep cut musical reference in family guy isn't gonna reach everybody but the fucking dick and fart jokes will and so that's yeah, where totally you know this guy knows what he's doing with everything but sometimes he's not talking to you he's talking to him he's talking to her he's talking to fucking brandon so and so that this feels is, pers- that feels personal you know this that's a that's a good point to segue for the main point that i would make because i i agree too it's frustrating that more people like more of the general population doesn't like this movie because in my mind, I was, I'm when I watched this, I was like, Oh, well, this is like the good way to do populist movie making. And I see so many populist movie making that is trying, that is too self-serious, that is so workshopped and ununique and so vanilla gray and what have you. But this is a wonderful example of populist filmmaking that takes swings every which way that it can get it, which I, I'm glad that the critics review this somewhat well, because I think this is a movie that we need to champion into a degree because we don't want to just have the same shit over and over again. We want people to have creative freedom to make movies that take swings. Sure. They don't work all the time, but I personally, as I, I feel like I've said it and I'm a dead, you know, just a fucking broken record here, but <laughs> I am so anti uh Marvel movies, Star Wars movies, uh Disney movies by and large because it's just it, going it's back whole, to the same well it, over and over. It, again. It's right. It's where uh just taking an existing IP or we're taking existing like tropes that we're are commonplace and we're just toys making such an easily digestible product for people to consume in their day-to-day lives. And it, and I get that not every movie needs to be challenging, but this movie is so unique in the fact that it is challenging, but in a way that is like mixing the sugar with the medicine, like you're giving somebody really wonderfully unique uh, direction, uh, uh, storytelling, all of the, just a, a movie in itself is it's just penicillin. Yeah. Right. It, with it's giving, it's, it's giving you those things in, it's like meeting in my mind, meeting the general like population of moviegoers who go out in droves to go see a Marvel movie at least halfway, if not more, and saying, like, here is a movie that I think you'll like because it's got puns of action. It has this origin story. It places a lot of emphasis and really like um yeah, like in in ways that it, it like props up characters and makes them uh, worth like remembering, you know, like Gabriel as you could just imagine Gabriel because 
Gabriel's got uh, a very specific weapon, got a very specific look, like could be an action figure. Like you're creating a movie that's like that, that is this... I don't know. That, like, that he, has, he, he yeah. can drink electricity, do all of the. Uh, he can talk <laughs> through a radio. Yeah, really incredible, fun, <laughs> fun and unique stuff. And, it, and I and I do agree with you by and large, Danny, that it is frustrating because this movie is poorly reviewed by audience members, and you're like, why? Like this is. It, uh, so you're telling me you're going to go see Spider-Man No Way Home and love it and say it's one of the best movies ever. But then you watch this and you're like, this is dumb. This is derivative. I don't get like this shouldn't have been made. Give me my time. It's so back. spelled out. Like it's like, not and, 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 out. In my mind, it's like uh, yeah. the reason people like No Way Home is because it does make choices it does you know present really crazy lofty ideas because it's something talked about when it just in marvel right now in general is that the concept of the multiverse is not a concept that people would have grasped as much as they have even 10 years ago because it's such a crazy like goofy idea that there's all these universes and you can like go between them and all that and yeah i just I think this movie is really effective in what it sets out to do because it has such a strong point of view and it executes on that point of view and no, it, ha- it, it, it knows exactly where it wants to put emphasis and not and make. a. So anytime I go to see a movie with my dad, we come out of it and I want to talk about like character plot, all the things that like why we even do this podcast. So this is your dad. No, no, I didn't see this movie, but I'm just, I'm just saying like, I just want to watch this with your dad now. (laughs) That'd be so much fun. He would hate this movie. I don't know. I I think, I don't don't know. know. I think, I think he would hate it to be honest. But the point that I'm making is, is my, when I go to see a movie with my dad, (laughs) we come out of it. And really the only question that matters to him in whether a movie is good or not is, is it entertaining? Was it and Bosch this, or was it not? And this movie <laughs> is entertaining. And yes. at a fundamental level, I just don't. Yeah. So it makes me kind of like confused or frustrated with people who are like, oh, this movie isn't boring, not entertaining, whatever. Because I think this movie wow. is in so many ways really entertaining and worth the watch. So I'm going to give this movie uh, 86%. Oh, very nice. There, so there's some, you know, there's some one note. There's a lot of one note characters and whatnot. So I'm taking it off for that. But by and large, can I, yeah. can I ask you what horror movie would you rather rewatch over this movie? Well, a good movie. So like The Witch, uh, The Shining. Um, okay. L- let's see. Um, or some other movie. So this isn't a good movie. Good. No, 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 no. It it is a good movie in you're that it's entertaining, but I something I, that is iconic is where you're going. I guess what I'm saying when I mean good is because as a really huge movie fan, is there are movies where a, almost everything makes sense. This right. not er, okay. everything makes sense. There's also so, movies that are good that have really complex characters that you are so invested in what their motivations are and also see growth in them. That doesn't happen with here. Fair like, enough. The, the, he does the not sister, do character development. He does the, not the do, sister he does does fuck n- around nothing. with it. 
he doesn't care about that. What, so what is the I, character I, I understand what you're the development of the sister? Nothing. No, she's he, just he, always supportive of the sister, and Anne's always supportive of the right. sister. You're right. There's definitely movies Nothing where else. somebody is like taking a lot more uh, 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 like attention to all the aspects, and this, it's like, no, 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 like strap in, hurry up, let's go. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this, and so. Like I, I appreciate that, but I guess I asked you a question, and that was that was a stupid question to ask you in, from my perspective. Because like, what I really wanted to ask is, do you think this movie merits like multiple rewatches? Oh, of course, because it's entertaining. Just like I like watching Back to the Future. You know, it's not, not like compare Back it to the Future Google. has like a thought-provoking point of view it's just wonderfully entertaining and a movie yeah. and that's the that's the point yeah. i'm sorry i i didn't finish my point with my dad it's like that yeah. right like that's what it's about it's like a movie can just be entertaining and yeah yeah this movie's entertaining i yeah. i i am sorry i interrupted both your reviews <laughs> i'm having too much fun uh okay. but brandon i really appreciate that like both i really appreciate how both of you guys explain that because like i maybe i'm not gonna say i was too hasty i'm not gonna take back that 150 at all but i no i never will but what i will because also that is what i want and like what i want sure. like ultimately is like i don't uh, like i i want somebody who doesn't fucking care about any of that shit because like that's the stuff that I'm like, that's rock and roll fucking filmmaking. And I, I do, uh, of course I totally respect somebody like, uh, like that, like the shining, like Kubrick doing uh, clockwork orange, the shining, whatever that man was a genius. And like the way that he did character development, the way that he did storyline, the way he did everything was, yeah. it was imma immaculate. And so like, this was not that this was, fucking we get wild. it you you, you but, there's, but a, there's I, a reason to champion this movie but and the, yeah and it connected but, with you because you love entertaining movies but but it's also the fact that like you know i i want somebody to do something that fucking throws me for a loop and i want that i want the rug pulled out from under me and when it comes to like the shining or something, the rug doesn't get pulled out from under me with the shining. The shining is a slow build to the crescendo, but like you're there the whole time being fucked up the whole time. This, you don't know what you're doing. And yeah. to be able to do something that is so abstract and still feel kind of hodgepodge the whole way through, but you're loving it and you're still strapped in. And then there's like a fucking 40 minutes in, you're like, whoa oh fucking k like the the fact that you can keep twisting and turning and i get more and more invested that ramps me up and i i, I okay. love new filmmakers that are doing that and that's something that is happening now from the new film like style that it is it, it changed my mind about like how i feel about film where i don't have to be a continuity fucking Nazi or something. I can just be like, yeah, I love this just because this guy's balls to the wall. He doesn't fucking, uh, he's not letting me think about this because there's something there's, uh, he's introducing something new all the time. 
And he's like, fucking forget about this dude. Now this, and then fuck you this. And then like, just shut up and look at what I'm doing. And if you do for a second, you see this, but then if you rewatch it, you get to see something else. You get to see more and more. And that was wonderful. When I started watching it again, the plot fall that I found was like, she comes out of her room to check on him. And then she gets confronted by like a fucking specter or whatever that fucks with her. Mm -hmm. And then the police show up and they're like, we found her knocked out and he's dead. And I'm like, well, how the fuck is she fucking with Gabriel? Was that in her head or, but then they, the reason why it comes together is because then at the end you have the gun in her hand, his hand, where uh-huh. it's a mind prison, mental palace thing. Mm-hmm. And so, anyways, this has gone on too long. And I don't know. <laughs> it's just, if you want to do it, if you want to bring me back next year and Halloween, talk about this movie some more. <laughs> I'll write some more down and we'll get into it. You know, <laughs> I, 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 next year, I just, I know. Give I'm, me a bonus I, episode where I just read 1% reviews about this movie and just attack. Them. I'm just laughing out of joy about how much this movie is connected with you. Where Thank you. You're, you're Thank able to pull these very specific situations about like, how crazy is it? How, you know, whatever. And yeah, that's, that's I'm, all, that's all my laughter's about is how, passionate you are about this movie and on a, given our scores is rightfully so this movie's worth being passionate about yeah it's not a perfect movie but not every movie has to be it's entertaining it's a perfect polarizing movie because it invokes a strong reaction in everyone whether you love it or hate it it's a classic you either love it or hate it situation and yeah i think it's perfect for this podcast yes um, Great. do you guys want to play this game yeah yeah or, let's do that or how we how are we then, feeling or not real quick let's do it and then, no we can do it quick uh, um well, no actually never mind i i'm not i thought i was being told to wrap it up but she just wanted my phone oh it will it will only take a second good sir come no, on by for a little game of magnetize as you can tell you I'm sir no you hurry. sir you look like you want to play what's that i'm in no hurry like so take your time oh perfect magnetize perfect. wait so this is a game explain it to me because i yes so you know how polarized we talk about movies where audience and critics have very different scores on all of these movies magnetize is the opposite where every score of all of these every score of these movies is the same so i'm going to give you a movie and it's up to you to find what the score is that is agreed upon by both audiences and critics alike it's the exact same score for both of them they agree for once on the internet. People agree. It's amazing. So we're going to revel in, in the joy of uh, everyone being on the same page. So I will start. Danny, I will ask you, do you want to go first or second? Yes, always first. Yes, first. All right. So okay. first movie. Do I get to do this multiple times though? Or I just it's best one? two out of three. Two out of three. Okay. okay. So the first movie I'm sure you're familiar with, and it's rated the same by both audiences and critics alike on Rotten Tomatoes is the good, the bad, and the ugly. What is the score of this movie? 88. 88 from Danny. Is this Price is Right rules? No Price is Right rules. Whoever's no. closer. Whoever's closest. Fuck that. Isn't that Price is Right rules? I'm going to no, go Price 91. is Right is if you go over, then going over. then yeah, it's yeah, done yeah. so, yeah. 
but I'm yeah, you, you can go over. It's fine. 91 okay, for no Brandini, and it goes to Brandini. It is a 97, a hot 97, good, ah, bad, and the ugly. I should have. On Rotten Tomatoes. Everybody loved that movie. So that's one for Brandini. Get your Brandini teeny uh, soon <laughs> at, at your uh, local look, liquor look, mart. Guess, guess it is, what, uh, what is it, Brandini? What's in that? Well, it's an Aperol Spritz with a little bit of High Noon, I believe. Am I, <laughs> yeah, am I correct yeah. on that? It's called the Breezy Brandini. It is essentially an Aperol spritz, but instead of doing, I believe it's Prosecco is the, uh, the bubbly you're doing high noon. Yes. Which is a hard salt. I'll fuck you up. Nice. Nice. Especially. Uh, And it's, it's, uh, goes pairs well with karaoke as well. Yes. Um, I have a, I have a a liquor suggestion for the two of you, by the way, there's a whistle pig Traeger collaboration where they have like, it's a smokehouse whiskey made with like Traeger smoke wow. and it's not as smoky as like a scotch. It's like kind of a light, smooth smoke versus it being like a really overpowering PD, like scotch smoke. So like if you can find that whistle pig Traeger, give it a look. Okay. Taste. I'm into that. I like Traeger. Mm-hmm. I like all Traeger, Traeger products. Uh, I've only, down. I've only very- eaten ribs and salmon off of a very tasty Traeger smoker. Um, you come over here and you can eat a bunch of ribs off of a, oh, uh, a, a, a beautiful trigger. I'm going to do it. Uh, to, to you, Brandini, I'm going to give the next movie. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. The next movie is The Martian. Ooh. The Martian, starring Matt Damon, directed by Ridley Matt Scott. Damon. 78%. Best comedy of the, I forget what year it came out, but it was voted uh, right. comedy. Comedy, yeah. yeah. It was in the uh, com- comedy, funny, was it? comedy category. It had like two I, jokes, maybe. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna go. What did you say, Brandini? Sorry, I missed that. 78. 78. Yeah, I'm gonna go 72. 72 for Danny. Because people still turn out for Damon, you know. And it is a 91. People oh, love me. this movie. No way. From both really? sides. So it is going to Brandini, Bro. but this will Damn, be the last dude. one. And I, it looks like Brandon will probably clinch it. But Danny, this is, um, it's two okay. out of three. But the way that you score more than one point, because it looks like you can only score one here. But if you get it two right on exactly the right number, two okay. points, then you get. Three, and then three we points. need a sudden death <laughs> tiebreaker round. Uh, sure. Or we can, yeah, we can, or that, I don't know. Getting it right on would be pretty amazing. Well, I'm yeah, but if I get two and he's got two, that's why I'm saying you get three. That's why I'm willing to give yeah. you three. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm willing. <laughs> I'm willing to do it. It's a limited time only offer. Uh, so this is, I try to pick a weird or harder one for the last one as well. So that, that's maybe why. But, and you guys can ask uh, one question each. If you don't know what movie this is, you can ask a question about it. But you might. It is tag. Say that again. Tag. Say that. Hag. H a g. T a g. Tag. It's a game about grown men in a lifelong tag game. Yeah. Um. Can I go first? It is your turn to go first. Yes. Yep. I'm gonna go eighty-eight percent. Eighty-eight percent. I'm gonna go thirty-eight percent. Thirty-eight. Very different. So let me do my math here. 
believe it's I'm not on the nose that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> i know it's like because it's like that far enough away that i'm like not yeah, exact, what is the difference not exactly exactly <laughs> like 52 sure. or something it's like the exact yeah. what if we hit exactly split between the two? oh my god that would be something <laughs> yeah um brandini got we'll 38 and it is a 56 percent. so that, that i believe that is closer yeah um and that will uh, Wait, go go to brandini yeah 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 yeah, it was a fifty-six percent for for tag. Everyone, Brandon, you're universally you're did not in. like that. You're, you in. were you got your finger on the pulse. You said some yeah. practice. Yeah, uh, that's true, Danny. We cannot thank you enough for joining us hey. on the on the podcast. I'm sorry it didn't work out for you in the for, in your first round of magnetize, but you'll be back again to <laughs> to get have you another shot at it. So so it's gonna, all good. I'm gonna I'm gonna start you know just memorizing all the percentages of yes. all the movies Prepare. that people agree yes, on please. oh i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking get you dude like i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna go alphabetically and <laughs> go I alphabetical on you yeah you don't even fucking know man i'm so ready like i'm gonna get a red bull and uh you know just google the shit out of this shit yeah brandon i'm coming for you hey uh, you'll see you should use i'm ready i'm ready for the fight um be the one that gets right here thank you yeah danny can't thank you enough man um before i reveal our next movie is there anything you'd like to share about about your life i know you got uh, a new venture well, going a plug on. yeah perhaps a plug or, or actually like i do i i have multiple plugs all right uh, let's, I, let's get let's let's get into it i if you are in the San Diego or Inland Empire area and looking to cater, get some catering by a smoked meat god, mm. I will help you uh, attain, you know, <laughs> uh, a food pleasure with your guests by <laughs> making uh, ribs, chicken, salmon. I do a killer of smoked lamb, like a lamb. I can. Uh, I can smoke the shit out of some meat. And so I started a business. It's called Two Thumbs Smokehouse. And uh, you are welcome to, uh, you know, contact me. However, where can they contact you? Uh, <laughs> should I just throw my phone number out? On no, 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 no. Uh, Do you have just, an email? Uh, just reach me at, uh, yeah, db1988 at gmail.com. Perfect. Uh, and that's a perfect spot to reach me. I've also uh, I'm in the process of fledgling stages, but uh, we're we're getting close to it of uh, getting together. My next venture of like I'm gonna have my own podcast. It's gonna be a free form conversation podcast, nice, dude. That's so that's that. so exciting. Yeah, yeah and, and uh, it's gonna be called Two Thumbs in Your Ears. Hell yeah! And uh, I'm gonna start with just interviewing one on one guests of different people that I know from around the world that are like good friends of mine that have ended up in different spots okay. and uh, that's awesome man. based on the segments that I introduce there'll be it'll either lead us to an interesting conversation or a funny conversation a silly one <laughs> yeah just like you and, experienced here on this a <laughs> little bit a little bit and uh you know I, I, I of course the two of you are going to be some of the first guests I get oh my but god I, I would I'd be so uh, honored yeah. that'd be amazing I'd love to after I after I have one-on-ones then I'm going to start doing uh, uh two guests at a time and trying to just kind of pick different people we're kind of a package deal him and i yeah 
Uh, no, we're the polarized no, I'm guys. Have, no, I'm breaking. The, I'm breaking the two of you up. You're both gonna have to mingle and meet my weirdo fucking crew of different strange freaks that I have oh, amassed yeah. from around the fucking, you know, uh, Zeke guys. And you will have a good, interesting, or funny conversation with them uh, if I'm not fucking Danny Two Thumbs. So I can you say the name? Guys, can you say the name one more time of the podcast? It's going to be called Two Thumbs in Your Ears. Gotcha. Great. And uh, just like this. So, yeah, keep a lookout for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you so much for having me. And I really appreciate you let, letting me fucking languish on with my of course, dude. platitudes of bullshit. Dude, yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, this especially our- me about other movies. Like, I, you know, I didn't have much to say about Uncharted. Like, it was a short and sweet kind of thing. No. This I was moved, you know. So, you, you've yeah, been on some of the best movies, I, I think. And the Indiana Jones episode was legendary. And then also, if you if you keep on the lookout of like kind of older movies as well, because I thought the mechanic with Charles Bronson was one of yes. the, the funnest experiences I've had on this podcast was going to a movie like that. That isn't that makes me happy. That was that was something you came forward with that like I wasn't on our list as well. And I want to find older movies for us to talk about before Rotten Tomatoes was so popular. So yeah, it's, it, and that's kind of a harder thing to find. And, um, what, I've what enjoyed all of our, our episodes are legendary, man. Yeah. And you've, you've, uh, dubbed the polar bears and, uh, I can't wait to, to, to see you do your own thing. It's gonna, it's gonna be amazing. Thank I'm you. I'm happy to, to be on it. What if made, I get lucky to have the opportunity. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. What made the mechanic fun was picking a movie <laughs> that I wanted the two of you to watch and talk about with me. And so oh, like, of course. I want to watch know, that one again like, too. It, yeah. it's like uh, you know some of these movies that you guys pick you have seen and you're you know showing me for the first time but it's it's really great to go through and look at a polarizing thing and then be like uh, you know i don't necessarily want to pick something that's really obvious and that's where the 70s and 80s action movies and stuff like i, I get to giggle with you guys and look at these like goofy people trying to figure out film mm-hmm. and you know you guys have the wide knowledge of all the other stuff that you've seen and experienced. So when we get to the same with never say never again, that one oh, that was so fun. Uh, that was a blast. That, that one was a super blast for me because yeah. you showed me something I never knew about. And I was yeah. like, you know, you, you blew my hair back. And so I, I appreciate <laughs> you guys so much and thank you for I having appreciate me on. You. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then James, if you, do you want to do the socials? Yeah, it's, uh, you can see this live on twitch.tv slash polarized pod. Uh, if you if you care to jump into the chat, be a part of the conversation, uh, you can go on Twitter at uh, polarized pod as well. Twitter.com slash polarized pod. If you want to communicate with us there, um, polarize the pod at gmail.com. If you want to send us anything else, segment ideas, fan mail, um, any like movie ideas. Uh, I know Danny's going to get a bunch of uh fan mail after this episode yeah. so um you got his his gmail as well but send us e- either way we'll we'll get it to to his uh inbox which i'm sure will be full um after this drops um yeah and uh are we ready to reveal our next movie brandini do you want to do the honors sure yeah the next movie we're doing is don't worry darling and the numbers on that is a 38 percent from critics and it's 74% from audience, and it's a movie that is out 
came out in 2022 just recently. Um, so this is going to be fun to to watch something that is happening now, folks. Absolutely. It's uh, the Talk pol- about it is constantly fucking <laughs> like there's more and more shit to talk about that movie <laughs> it's got a lore to it yeah. it's got a polarizing conversation going on around it yeah. almost, which is, sure. is right up our alley um and yeah we'll, we'll uh whether the, the 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 excitement of the movie lives up to the excitement of all the drama who knows uh, <laughs> who knows tune in next time tune in next time we appreciate you appreciate you brandini uh best co-host appreciate in the biz you. Um, as always, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Time to cut the cancer. <laughs> Time to cut the cancer out. Time to cut the cancer out. Time to cut the cancer. Cancer. Time out. to cut the cancer. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs>